amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Today, we have the most special episode that we've ever recorded. Wow. <laughs> I stand by that statement. Um, we are going to be joined by many, several to many. Four, in fact. Four of our former Nintendo coworkers. And they're going to spill even more secrets and stories. It's going to be like the ultimate tell-all. Because they got a lot to say. What are they going to say? I don't know. Uh, These are people who worked alongside us in the very same office, who we're still very friendly with. It's wonderful to catch up with them, which we've got the Thanksgiving spirit is among us, but we've also got some things to say. That's right. And we're so excited to have them in person here in our new studio. Now that we have the space, we get to invite people over to do these kinds of, you know, bigger episodes. So we really hope that you enjoy it. We certainly are going to have a ton of fun just like hanging out with our our old friends. Yeah, so they'll be joining us in just a moment. Yes. Um, As always, everything that you see on this channel is made possible by our wonderful Patreon family. If you'd like to join us, we are at patreon.com slash kitandkrista. Lots of cool benefits if you are a Patreon subscriber. We are gearing up for this weekend, our big monthly uh, meetup, which is for our 1UP Club and Superstars tiers. And it looks like we're going to be playing this latest Mario Kart 8 Deluxe packs. We've been having a lot of fun. Every time there's a new Mario Kart like booster course pack or whatever, we've we've been playing with our community during these meetups. That's been a ton of fun. We're always like schooled our community it's true. hardcore like they are so much better than we are but we have a ton of fun hanging out with them so yeah, yeah that's coming up speaking of mario kart we have now released the kit and krista podcast bonus episode which is yeah. our retrospective on mario kart 8 where we look back through the entire 10 years cannot believe it's 10 years history of the game and talk about the role that we both had mm-hmm. on this game and its many iterations and kind of end off with some thoughts on what the future might hold for Mario Kart. I know. It's so crazy to think that it's been this long, but it truly has been this long. Um, So, yeah, I think it's been interesting to look back on everything that's happened within these 10 years. It feels like the end of an era almost, like in my life. I know. And also for Mario Kart, and we're really... I think we're both really excited and hopeful for what the future of Mario Kart is going to be. Hopefully when the next... Nintendo, you know, console comes out. Like, that's going to be pretty cool to, to see what happens next. But first we have to look back and just, yes. like, think about what took us, to, what, what brought us to this point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with how it turned out. I know a lot of you tune into this podcast to hear our stories. And we've got a lot of great stories in that mm-hmm. episode. So definitely check oh, yeah. it out if you have not. Another video, which is going to be coming out probably in a matter of days, yes. right in that Black Friday the shopping, shopping frenzy. frenzy, Yes, is the official Kit and Krista Holiday Gift Guide. We've never done that before. We've never done one before, no. which is like weird because we love the holidays. We love buying gifts for each other and for our friends. Um, we're definitely going to do an episode where we like exchange um, Christmas gifts, yes. I think, and, and like 
unbox our Christmas、mm-hmm. gifts.、Um, but before that, we have to actually like think about what to buy for each other and other people. So yeah, we put together a pretty like needy gift guide with tons of different options. Very unique. Choices too. It's not like buy your friend the latest Switch game. It's not like, buy them Smash Brothers. No, there's no there's、yeah. no, games there's no games at all. Yes, it's things that are kind of in the realm of games、yeah. for people who love games, maybe in different ways、mm-hmm. and、uh, a wide range of prices.、Right. If you don't want to break the bank, but、yeah. also a couple high end items. Some high end stuff. If,、uh, if you want to go all out, you want to impress someone. Yes. Yeah. So there's 12 items in total. Things that we love.、Mm-hmm. Uh, things that. In some cases, we have. Yes.、Um, and I think you'll you'll like it too. I think so too. Yes. Hopefully, it's helpful. Yes. And then finally, you may have heard the rumors are true. Oh, the rumors and speculations are true. Yes.、Uh, we will be appearing on the Dragons Dogma Two Showcase、uh, pre and post show. Yes. With some wonderful people, that is happening on November twenty eighth at one o'clock、mm-hmm. Pacific time. Hope you check it out. We're both big fans of Dragon's Dogma. We are, yes. And I think you're gonna enjoy the show they're putting on together. This is something that we already recorded,、mm-hmm. and we got to play some of the game. So and, cool.、Um, it's looking great. Yeah. And、uh, yeah, I think you're gonna enjoy what they put together for you all. Yeah, yeah. We had so much fun and met some really cool people who are much more knowledgeable about Dragon's Dogma than. At least I am. So I learned a lot that day. <laughs> Feel like I'm totally prepped for this game now, though. I'm so excited to like finally play it more and right. Stuff, but it was. And、fun. then you were just on last week. Another Capcom stream. I know. I'm just like infiltrating there. Tell us about that. Yeah, I was on. So they're doing now these like monthly community streams, and and we were when we recorded for、um, the Dragon Dogma, Dragon's Dogma Two Showcase. Well, yes. Kind of a mouthful. And、um, we were in there. They just moved into this new. Office with a new, really cool, like studio space. So yeah, they're gonna be doing these like monthly streams from their new studio space, which is awesome. This this time this month we played、um, Resident Evil Mercenaries, which was hilariously fun, and it was a lot of heckling, and <laughs> it was it was really fun. And then we did、um, a bit of uh, uh, Ace Attorney. Yes.、Um, which I was really jealous because you got a chance to play that. During their like I did, TGS, their, their, their TGS event, yes. Right, but I was on vacation,、right. so I didn't get to go, and I was really jealous that you got to play that game because it is such a cool collection of like three really like fantastic Ace Attorney and Apollo Justice games.、Um, the new features that they added to that is just incredible, and、mm. like, you can jump around to different chapters. You could like, you know, there's like galleries and and just a lot of stuff beyond the games. And the games are definitely old enough now that they feel new again. Because I played、uh. it, I played it, and I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> and it feels like a new game, and it looks fantastic. So, yeah. So I had a ton of fun.、Um, yeah. So I guess they're doing these monthly. Maybe we'll be invited back. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe I'll get invited one day. Maybe you'll get invited one day. I, I don't, don't know. know.、We'll、But、see. it was. It's been fun to hang out with all our Capcom buddies because we. Yeah, there are a lot of、them. people who work at Capcom that we've known in different iterations of our career、yeah. from Nintendo or other places.、Mm-hmm. So、um, we're friends. We're friends. Yes. 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 It's, it's great. I love them. All right, we are moments away from our quartet 
of uh, oh. ex-Nintendo colleagues joining us. But first, we got to shout out our sponsor for this episode. This episode is sponsored by Uncommon Goods. Yay! It is officially time to kickstart your holiday shopping, but there's no cause for panic. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on the list. Whether you're shopping for mom, dad, teenagers, in-laws, or your best friends, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. Last time we checked in with Uncommon Goods, I had ordered yes. this great book reading set that I had gotten for, for my mom. mom. Again, yeah. I hope she's not listening. Mom. Uh, that has since good. arrived. That came very quickly. It did, yeah. And it's amazing. Like it's it's got it's it's all it's like a single piece of wood that mm -hmm. has this sort of triangular shape that you can leave your physical book on the page. Yeah, it's a got a slot. got a little nook for you to put your glasses. It's got a little circular thing cut out for you to put your beverage of choice so cool. onto. She's gonna love it. She's gonna love it. Your mom reads a lot, so that's perfect. Yes. For her. And you don't want her to like lose her glasses while she's walking around. The thing I love about Uncommon Goods is that they really have a lot of variety of gifts. They're really curated from, you know, small independent businesses or local artists and things like that. So you really get something unique and different. Like I've never seen the book stand Neither before. Neither had I, yeah. Um, like anywhere else. And, and uh, yeah, I saw what you were talking about when you were telling me about it. And they have just such beautiful gifts. Funnily enough, the person that's going to be on this here podcast in near moments that was the friend that I was shopping for on, right. on Common Goods. I actually got her a birthday present. Her birthday is next week. Right. My gift also came, so it looks beautiful. I checked it out. It's awesome. But she told us, she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you have them as a sponsor. I love them. So I think you're I know. I think this is gonna work out. <laughs> I didn't know that she I had no idea. And um so I think I think she's gonna like my gift. Right, right. Yeah. It's so true though. We're very lucky to have them as a sponsor now when we are in the thick of the holiday season yeah. and people are frantically looking for things. And I think oftentimes you have that experience of, of looking around and it's like I'm just seeing the same things, I'm not getting any inspiration or fresh mm -hmm. ideas. Yeah. I felt completely differently when I was browsing uncommon goods. Like I just I've never seen a lot of this stuff yeah, before. Yeah, Super unique, but also very curated so you don't get overwhelmed. And yeah, I love supporting, you know, small businesses exactly. and, and local artists as well. So to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash kitkrista. That's uncommongoods.com slash kitkrista for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer, Uncommon Goods. We are all out of the ordinary. Wow. We will put the link right over here and also in the description below. Gift shopping season is, um, is, is here, so don't slack off on your yes. gift shopping. All right. I hear doorbells off in the distance. <laughs> Let's go bring our guests in. And Yay! They'll be here when we come back. All right, so we are here with a Welcome. very special group of friends. We've been wanting to do this for so long, but did not have the room. <laughs> but we have invited all of our old Nintendo friends to join us today to tell you some of their stories. We all worked together for many, many, many years. So we're so glad to have you guys. Thank you for coming. It's the spirit of Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. It's our like Thanksgiving table. Right. <laughs> Where's the turkey? I know, right? After. After. Um, yes, here it is. Dig <laughs> <laughs> in. Um, so I guess we can just go around and introduce people really quick. Icebreakers? Introduce themselves. Corporate icebreakers? Corporate icebreakers. Yes. Yeah, everybody hold hands trying to get out of this human. That's a fun fact about yourself. <laughs> Two truths and a lie. Yeah, oh, that's fun. I like that one. Um, well, let's start with Sean. Um, you. Okay, so I was at Nintendo from 2012 to 2017-ish um, in retail marketing and strategy. Uh, great time, loved it, and uh, yeah, since moved on. Nice. Cool. 
Who are you? Who am I? Explain yourself. Explain yourself, My sir. My name is Mike. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> <That's> awkward. <laughs> so you actually have a pretty interesting um, like history with us because you were on several episodes of Nintendo Minute where you were known as the myster- mysterious trainer Mike. I was. People might not recognize you without a fake mustache. But, and the, but that uh, is the pillow in your tummy? Yes. The yeah. shoved up my shirt. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. But you're actually a real person named Mike. I am a real person named Mike, that's correct. Yes, and you yes. worked at Nintendo for how many years? Like a long time. Oh, gosh. It was nearly 11 years in different functions. Yeah, you had yeah. like a, you probably are, out of all of us, the one that had like the most diverse experience, I, I did think. bounce around between sales and marketing. Yeah. What yeah. did you do starting out? I can't remember. I started off as an assistant manager um, in retail strategy, so okay. doing analytics. Hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's not where you ended up. I ended up doing, oh gosh, my direct title was director of retail digital and direct sales. Whoa. You know, I'm very important. You had a very <laughs> memorable first day where I remember you wore a very shiny suit. No, that's right. <laughs> that's that's what? actually... After All right, let me. <laughs> hey, no, I, I think I need to take the moment to dispel these these false. But I was there. I was there. It was not a shine. It was a regular gray suit. <laughs> no, it was a silver. <laughs> However, suit. Stephanie you and some others have perpetuated this lie that I was wearing a very like like a fantastically like shiny <laughs> like prom a t- prom befitting like gray suit and silver. Suit. Not not the case. No, it's just a, a regular, like, very similar to my shirt. No, it isn't. No sheen whatsoever. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> there was definitely a sheen. I, maybe a it was glitter. Just my aura. Maybe it was just like, you guys are so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Just that glitter I coming came off in of like you. Prince in the door. <laughs> All right. Who are you, Miss Lady? Um, I'm Monica. I worked at Nintendo for almost 15 years. So pretty decent amount of time. I um, was on the consumer marketing team, essentially making advertising. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were doing the, the really like hard <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Um, all working on all those Nintendo ads, hard and some stuff, of them but were fun stuff. Fun. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna. Some of them were really weird and cool, and mm-hmm. some of them were fun, and some of them were really hard. Intense. Intense. And yes. Yeah. You and I famously went to. Budapest, Budapest yeah, together for Smash. For Smash. We'll tell that a different time. That's yeah. a different story. But we had a real bonding trip when we went to, we to do that. Sakurai. We did. We survived. <laughs> we have pins. We have pins that say we survived Sakurai. Um, so, yes. that's And you brought a prop today. Okay, yeah, this is from the Mario Kart 7. So, this is old school. Mario yeah. Kart 7 shoot. So, it was uh, real carts on a track shot in... Los Angeles. So cool. There were four different helmets, so I snagged the Luigi one. Yeah. That's the correct one. Yeah. That's the right that's one. The best yeah, one. That's yeah. the best one. That's definitely yeah. the best one. Um, awesome. Did Thank you do you. a double stint? Did you leave for a couple I years? And then, I remember that. I did. I was one of the boomerangers. Right. Yeah. You had yeah. like a, you came back um, and you were in the Redmond office. For a little bit, right? The year that the Redmond office opened was the year that I left. And when I came back, I worked out of that office. Oh. Right after it opened. Like the new building. The new building. Oh, fun. smelled like a new building. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a weird smell in there. It was empty. Oh, yeah, because no one had moved in yet. You're a pin drop. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was so quiet and yeah. so empty, completely different from the Redwood City office. And then you came back to the Redwood and City office. And I moved office. back to California. Yeah. And back to the Redwood City oh, office. So you've really, you've been around. I bounced. You bounced. <laughs> you've been around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last but not least, we have Yafine. Hi. Hi. Uh, what did I do? Let's see. You worked with us. <laughs> was, you worked with um, us. Yeah, Come I on. Yeah, so I was on Kit and, Kit and Chris's team uh, on the communication side. So I was, I was an intern from 2018 to 2021, I think. So like three, four years-ish. Uh, I got pandemic time too, which was, which was fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did uh, on the PR side specifically. So I, my role is kind of like half influencer marketing, half comms, yeah. and half PR. So yeah. uh, that's what I'm going to um, half PR, half I was like a third, a third, a third, is third that's third. more than a hundred percent. It's a Nintendo way. Yeah. It's very typical. Very typical. <laughs> I was going to say, you had a really cool job um, specific to our team because you worked the most with like the indie developers, the third yes. party team, the licensing team. So yeah. you were like probably out of all of us working the most with like outside yeah. pub uh, like partners and, yeah. and devs and stuff, which was kind of cool. It was kind of like my, I started off sort of focusing on like mobile content. And, yes. then, and then because that was like more of like short, short form or like short link content, like yeah. your promotions, like that's when it became like, Oh, you can also work on like digital only content. And right. That's, that's, that's how like you got party stuff. So right. I did a lot of third, there's so many third party games. Uh, yeah. I got to work with like a lot of cool, like small and bigger developers. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You have like the best like stories working with all of those, yeah. you know, indie developers and stuff. Yeah. And then you and I, speaking of Mario Kart, had a very, very tough couple of years working on Mario Kart tour together. Though yes. so I do not miss that weekly <laughs> yeah. six to eight o'clock meeting with Japan. That was rough. It was rough. It was, I remember it was every Monday, and Mondays you already are tired. Yes. Like it's the first day of the week, and then you have to stay from like Late. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. to do yeah. like meetings uh, in Japan. I know. Oh and gosh. it was like for like the whole time during the pandemic, yes. pretty much like the whole yeah. two years. And when you and I never ate dinner on Mondays, no, we no. would just be like, on Tuesday morning, we're like, we're coming in late. Or we're, we're getting online late today because we didn't finish with Japan until like 8, 9 o'clock. It was, Crazy. I want to say it was also an early pandemic too. So we were like still figuring out like our like at home situation. Yeah. So like, I was being, being cramped in this little chair from like 6 to 8 p.m. Like, in, my own, in my little apartment. And I was like, oh, no, this is not, this this is not the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is not the vibe. Yeah. So true. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy to think like, you know, we all had such deep working connections and then like of course we're all good friends now we like literally are good friends like people don't believe us i don't think when we say like oh you know our the people that we worked with at nintendo became like our family you know like we we hang out like all the time outside of work we you know sean you left a little bit earlier but we've kept in touch for like years. over 10 years yeah. now and we we've friends see him too much i see him a little too much <laughs> i did trick sean to like, come in to see a disney movie with me next week so oh. that's exciting <laughs> um but yeah, it's like so cool that, you know, since we've all moved on from Nintendo, we're still like really close. And obviously that that job was so much more than a job, weirdly, for all of us, I think. so. It was. I've not worked in a place that had an environment yeah. like, where people were just so close to it. And I know we were in a smaller office, but yeah. still, even with folks in Redmond, it, it really did seem like you were part of more of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's like something that I haven't seen yeah. before. I've talked to lots of other people that work at different companies and they always say like, you guys have like a weird yeah. like relationship with each other. Yeah. Like all of you guys have like weird like connections that yeah. we don't have with our coworkers. Like, I mean, sure. we certainly don't have that here. Yeah. No, no, we don't. <laughs> I had to bring these people in. It's all business. Sick of you. 
describe it as we had lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I think so. During that time. And it was not just Nintendo. It was happening with Wii. Because we were all there where, yeah. right after the Wii launch. But, like, it was just the people and, like, how we came together and meshed together. Mm-hmm. And then we went through some hard stuff, too. Like, really we went through, like, the Wii depressing Wii U era. Yeah. <laughs> and then we came back, you know, with Switch. And, yeah. like, you know, it's, like, a lot of ups and downs. And But I think, yeah, yeah it, it really was, like, a special environment you know for all of us so but today you know we do this thing on our podcast where we share like we do like nintendo story time so you and i obviously have shared like tons of our nintendo stories but today we wanted to get you guys to share some of your nintendo stories i have some specific questions for some of you i said let's have these people on and have a warm and fuzzy thanksgiving episode and you said no we need to get something out of them i want to interrogate them (laughs) about several to many things (laughs) But yeah, we were just talking before you, we even started like filming and we we're like remembering stuff. We're like, oh my gosh, that's right. This happened. And that, like, there's so much that's happened, I think, that we've been like been through together. Um, but I, I really do want to hear Monica's story first because that's like my favorite. Uh, you have Not, notes. Yeah, my she God. Notes. I know. <laughs> Look at this. I had, uh, there, was a, there was a lot of detail that happened during yeah. this moment. Um, yeah. And I wanted to just really focus on what you wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> the awkward, the most awkward parts. Yeah, I just when you told me this happened yeah. to you, like when when I was seeing the emails and like the updates <laughs> uh-huh. when this was happening to you, I was like, no, <laughs> I I I don't I yeah. don't accept this. Yeah, I I don't understand how this is. You cannot make this stuff up. You can't make it up. It's um it's yeah. unreal. And, and 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 I encourage anyone to Google the time frame and the location. Yes, check us. Fact check there us. Are, there are receipts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> this is real, people. Yeah. Um, but um, yes, Monica, your your story is really interesting. It's about the one a commercial shoot that you did for Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is a right. game that you and I worked on together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So part of my responsibilities being on the consumer marketing. And advertising, I worked on almost all of the Pokemon launches. Right. right? Oh, Lucky sorry so, for you. So, <laughs> yeah. But so I knew Pokemon real well. The Sun and Moon was this whole other animal. Yeah. It had a lot of expectations behind it, and um, it was going to be. We knew it was going to be big. Right. So the shoot followed that. It was going to be a big shoot. So if we go back in time, Sun and Moon set in the Alola region. Yes. So tropical vibes, right? Island, beaches. <clears throat> Really cool. And so we decided the shoot location would be Costa Rica. So we arrive in Costa Rica, and uh, first shoot day was was fine. We're in the jungle, sunny, gorgeous, no problems. Second day of the shoot, we have to drive two hours to this remote beach. And so we get there, and it's fine. Our shoot day is going along. We're capturing the scenes that we needed. Then clouds start rolling in. The wind kind of picks up. Mm. It's just getting kind of, mm. So... No rain yet. She keeps going and we get to our final shot of the day, which is the scene that was supposed to feature Lapras. So if you go back in time and remember what was introduced in Sun and Moon, there's this Pokey Ride feature. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then all the, the illustrations were like the you know, your character riding the Pokemon. That's right. Yeah. And uh Lapras was one of the Pokemon characters that you could surf around. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So the scene was concepted where we would have a trainer on a pier overlooking the water and you'd see Lapras sort of swimming around. You would like like CG Lapras in afterwards, right? right. right. Yeah. So we're on this beach and the crew had constructed this tiny pier sitting out in the shallow part of the water, right? 
And this kid was supposed to, oh boy. Yeah, this kid is supposed to walk out on the, on the beach or, and onto the pier and so we could get this overhead shot of him. And like I said, the wind started picking up. <laughs> oh and no. All of a sudden, just, I don't know what happened. It just turned. Wind, thunder, lightning, rain. Oh. And we have like three grown crewmen like out in the water trying to hold this pier down <gasps> from breaking breaking up and like going out to sea. Oh my gosh! Was the kid standing on there? No, no, no. Oh my god! <laughs> and then we never saw that kid again. Had, yeah. So I sent you photos. There are photos of this. And yeah. You can see these men trying I remember, to hold yeah. this pier down and waves like crashing over like, it. This isn't real. Yeah. Is that a lightning concern? No, like th- it happened like so fast, Sean. Oh, it was so just like all crazy. of a sudden, like dark and like wind and rain, just so fast. Like I sent you two photos. I like, remember that. Yeah, it's like calm seas and then crash, and then seas. basically like the whole yeah. thing just turned. Yeah. So they we're on the on the beach and we're like watching this unfold, and then we just have to call it. Be like, this is unsafe. Oh, we we need to go. God. And almost as soon as we made that call, this tree comes crashing down, <laughs> <at home. laughs> like right in front of us. And you have a photo of this. It is like. From here to that wall, like oh. right, right in front of us. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt, but we we're just like, okay, okay, really, time to go. We gotta go. Yeah. So we're um, going back to San Jose. So it's that two-hour drive to get back yeah. to our hotel, and it's like a windy road. It's yeah, not yeah. like an easy. This drive. is like Costa Rica, middle of nowhere. Right. Like one road, not a highway, but like one road, nothing on the side, right. no store. It's a like jungle. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, so let's just get a bite to eat, and then let's head back. So we get some food on the side of the road, get in the van, and like we're in the van for maybe 10 minutes and we come to a standstill. Another tree had fallen in the road. So again, like waiting for somebody with the chainsaw to come out and oh. dig us out. That happens. We keep going another maybe 20 minutes. Another tree in the road. Another tree in the road. Oh another tree gosh. in the road. So that two hour drive that we had to get there was 10 hours. Oh. 10 hours. <laughs> But here's the other thing. That food that we got oh, no. did not sit well with all of us. There are no restrooms. There are no bathrooms. There are no toilet paper. There's no side of the road. <laughs> so as we're stopping and starting this whole 10-hour drive, each of us individually are, like, tapping the driver on the shoulder saying, we need to get out of the car. And all of us are leaving our marks. sleeping but we're trying to make the best of it and we get back to the hotel the sun is coming up it's like 6 a.m and you basically drove all night we drove all night it was all night and so it's like 6 a.m sun's coming up we have early morning flights so i shower we all shower as soon as we're not disgusting (laughs) we're not disgusting you're still human (laughs) yeah we're still human we were making a mess on the side of the road we're not disgusting we soiled ourselves (laughs) we couldn't help it disgusting sounds. <laughs> anyway, so we we get back, we shower, we're all in the lobby waiting for transport to the hotel. Yeah. And you know, totally sleep deprived, right? And I'm looking looking out the window of the lobby and it looks like fog had just arrived. And I was like blinkings? What is that? And then the doors open up to the lobby and this white dust comes pouring in and people start pouring in. 
So on top of 10-hour drive, sleep-deprived, pooping on the side of a Costa Rican road, <laughs> a volcano erupted. What? Yeah, seriously. This, I mean, again, no. I was getting these updates, and I'm like, oh this God. is not, I do not accept this. Lying on top of herself. Yeah, I was like, Monica, I don't accept this. <laughs> so this volcano erupts, and like this, it's just like a small like cloud of dust, but it settled right on top of San Jose. And of course, you know, there's no flights to get out because plans can't take off when take a volcano erupts. <laughs> nope. And so we're in the lobby, sleep deprived, but clean asses. <laughs> saying, okay, we're not gonna we're now we're not gonna get out of Costa Rica. So we were stuck there for another couple of days. Yeah, you were there wow. for a while. I yeah. remember. I was like, when is she coming back? Yeah. Is she gonna ever come back? <laughs> yeah. We we got out of there um, eventually. eventually. What about the last shot? So that's the that's the kicker is that we never got the lapper shot in, oh, in the wow. spot. But like, you know, you still get to see the starters, okay. you still get the legendaries. Yeah. So it was still like a no pretty lapis, good though. you know, so there's no lost lapis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it turned out okay, but, but it not under the circumstances not as it was meant to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. because a volcano erupted, so Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we got poisoned by the <laughs> 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 yeah. Wow. Epic stuff. Well, that's not, gonna be hard not, to top. Every, not every shoot was like this, obviously. Yeah, no. Um, we fortunately did not poop on the side of the road in Budapest, so no. thank God. No. Um, I think it's the only, well, no, I'll take that back. There's there's some gastric distress in a couple of our shoots in Mexico City. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you did travel around the world a lot, though. Like, mm -hmm. people think, oh, are you just shooting on a soundstage? Are you just shooting, you know, in a studio somewhere? No, like the Nintendo ads back in the day, I think it's a little bit less now, but back yeah. in the day, you guys went places. Can you explain yeah. for our good viewers why you don't shoot things closer? Uh, you mean Domestically, wise? yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, well, number one, for Pokemon specifically, we want to mimic the region. Right. Yeah. So, like for Scarlet and Violet, it was based yeah. off of the. You went to Spain, Spain. for that, right? Yeah. yeah. So we, you know, we want to keep it real, right? So we shot in Spain. Um, but generally, when you have <clears throat> a lot of talent, um, there are some cost efficiencies that you yeah. find when you shoot in foreign yeah. areas. Tax incentives, the talent right. costs are cheaper. Mm -hmm. The crew costs are cheaper. Yeah. Um, That's why Game of Thrones is shooting in, like, Croatia, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, part, part of it is, like, the beauty of the land outside of the United States. Right. But mostly it's just cheaper. Fewer yeah. issues Fewer throwing issues. a child into a rip current. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never saw. It's frowned upon yeah. here. But... Little Timmy yeah. again. washed <laughs> out to sea in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> you have crew. Like, I'll get out in the water. Yeah. I'll the beer down. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you you definitely experienced, I think, the lowest of the lows yeah. in, in this story. But there's some cool highs, too. Like, there were some really amazing shoots that you've been on, I think, that just, like... And also, some of those Nintendo, you know, advertisements, like the commercials and stuff, are, like, legendary. Like, yeah. People talk about it all the time. Yeah. It's, like, one of those things that Nintendo fans just, like, yeah. they love it, you yeah. know? People talk about, like, that Zelda shoot. People talk about, you know, some of these shoots... All the time. Yeah. So it's kind of amazing that yeah. you were a part of that. I'm forever grateful. I'm totally blessed to be, had been part of that team. And all of the talent, the crew, even di directors um, had always, you know, just 
gushed about like I can't believe we're here playing Nintendo. I know. And yeah, so I, I saw like, that firsthand. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Ama- it's pretty cool. It's amazing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not like you're shooting for something boring. You know, no, people no. liked it. Yeah. People liked us. Yeah, yeah. fun. <laughs> Maybe not on that day. Not but... Yeah. No, we're tapping them on the shoulder. This is the worst of worst story. Yeah, there's nothing that could. There's there's no work trip story that could ever any company yeah ever top that yeah. But you know, you were gone for like a really long time, and I was like. When is she coming back? <laughs> Where is she? Yeah. Is she gonna be okay? Yeah. <laughs> so the receipts are, I just wanna say, the receipts are if you look, September twentieth, Costa Rica, six twenty AM, the oh. volcano did go off. It's a Wow. I wanna say the name, it's like Carabula or Carabula. Um, okay. Yeah. So look it up. We were there. It, it happened. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> this is real, people. This is real. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We can't top that story. <laughs> um, so we're going to go to you fine. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not me. Not it. Not it. Not I'm like, I need to think of a soiling myself story. No, I actually have a specific question for your fine. So I'm going to roll a video here for people watching on video. But I will describe it for everybody listening on audio. So we were doing this thing. This was actually like Kit's idea because he was the head of like original content and you finally was on our team. So you had this great idea of like we should do like little desk side unboxings because unboxing videos were so popular at the Mm -hmm. time. And instead of having like one person do it, we would just have like people around the company do these unboxing videos. So we would just have like on launch day, like if a game came out. Somebody on our team or somebody on, like, the marketing team would, like, unwrap the game and then, like, show the box, whatever. But you you, you had a – you did one that I, I did, have I a did. lot of questions about. I did. I did. You – they <laughs> – you, you filmed an unboxing video in a beautiful yes. garden. The backyard of one of our other coworkers. Yes. This person still actually works at Nintendo. Yes, yes. For Pikmin... Three Deluxe. Three Deluxe. Three Deluxe, yeah. Okay. So, again, I'm going to roll the video right here. But basically, you're unwrapping the game. You look so cute. Garden is beautiful. Vibes all around. You take the plastic wrapper off of the box. And then you proceed to shove it in. To the tiny hole in this person's patio table. <laughs> like the umbrella hole? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is an umbrella hole. Yeah, what? Why? Exactly. Why okay, did you do that? Yourself. Explain yourself. Um, explain. I have, I have a few reasons for this. First of all, this is, I think, um, the tail end of pandemic. So socially, we were all very awkward. Like, being the right person. Like, I guess I remember uh, I, it was our our colleagues like backyard so like showed up to their house and like we had masks on and everything and then um i just remember i had like a script written down and you know like some the show must go on yeah so like sometimes you're just like going and then i didn't even think about the unwrapping even though it's literally called nintendo unbox i didn't didn't think about the unboxing part and like you know i was just like i gotta deliver these messages so (laughs) i'm like so i just like instinctively just Put it in there because I didn't want it to blow away. You know what I mean? Mm. So I was like, oh, put it in the hole so it doesn't blow away. Um, did you t- take it out afterwards? No, we did. We threw it away. Okay. Yeah. okay. You didn't uh, leave save, the car. Save yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not still there. <laughs> it's still, um, we got our house right now. It's still no, shoved no, in the upper no, no. Um The funny thing is, our we had our our other colleague who was editing it. He was like, "I'm just gonna keep it in." I was like, okay. "I know." I, I was like, "I thought you were gonna edit it out." He's no. Like, no, 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 no. I'm just no, gonna he, keep it in. He, he now he has to come on this podcast too. I just saw him. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> our other colleagues at yes. Capcom now. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. calling him out. He was editing the video and he was like, "I thought it was the funniest thing ever. I'm gonna keep it in. We were just trolling you." Yeah, he told he messed him. He was like, "Hey, by the way, I'm gonna keep this in because it's just so stupid. We need to just keep it." I was like, okay, I mean, I guess, but now I have to like explain myself years later. <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm never gonna let you live this down. By the way, was like, it a long now. process though? Were you like stuffing in? Yes, for a it while? was because watch it, the video. I mean, those yeah, <laughs> those plastics are also like very thin, so it was like very. It was kind of like getting away from me, so I was like, okay, I gotta. And it was like noisy. It's like yeah. crazy noisy. Yeah. But those holes usually just it was go, just go to nowhere. Like, like, why didn't it just <laughs> I, I think I did it well enough where it just stuck there. But it I was like I can't remember, I can't remember it fell all the way down. But you're right. There is no. It was not. Didn't make sense in the moment. But you know. You had reasons. I just had to keep going. <laughs> I was like, we're getting Pick this one shot. Deluxe, we need to keep <laughs> going. We, we have to keep going. Look also, at this box. You can't. Um, you can't rewrap. You this. only have one game. You only have one game. You have one so chance. Right. I can one rewrap chance. it. Yeah. Like, so that, okay. That's so true. You don't, yeah, that's true. You yeah. only had there was a, the one take. You know, yeah. and then we would edit it together. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, now that you've been, I'm very glad to hear that there was thought behind this because I was just like, what is happening? (laughs) I don't understand. Um, But yeah, that's my, that's my like needle (laughs) question for you. But what what other things do you want to chat about? I mean, I I wish I had more, like a more fun story, but um, one thing I thought would be fun to talk about was like, just like our E3 experiences every yes. year. Yes. Um, and that's I, gone now too. And that's, it's yeah. gone now too. So it's, yeah. it's almost like even more of a bygone thing. Um, but I I always remember <clears throat> like cause people, I feel like we're so dramatic sometimes. Like we had something called the war room. Yes, remember? yes. Like oh, literally yeah. the war room, which is like, I guess you, I think actually this is common across like other cons everywhere. Yeah. But yeah. Like, um, it's just like a crisis room, you know, that you right. sit in during E3, and that's where you like panic about things. Yeah, it's a, it's like it's like a room to panic and to avoid. <laughs> yes. Like, don't you think that people that know better, like all of us, yeah. we just oh, never go never in go in the world. No, don't no, go just in don't there. Don't go in there because there are people in there. People panicking. in there are freaking out. Yeah. they haven't <laughs> left in weeks. They're just like Man, the world is ending out there. The crazies are going to get us. No, no problem. <laughs> if you if you ever need to find room. someone, yeah. you always knew. Okay, let's go to the. The, the war room and see if they're there yeah um but i remember that's also where we would would like house down and like watch the directs when they're having yeah having lives. right so, um i actually remember um i think we all know like how secretive like nintendo <laughs> could be in general like even internally you know and so i do remember um like this constant especially we usually get to see like the directs like a little bit beforehand right and, like you know do all the prep and all that kind of stuff um, but the the one year, I think it was our the last in person. I can't remember. Um, twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen or eighteen? It was the year that we announced Breath of the Wild two. Oh, so um, twenty. 20- that nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah, <clears throat> that was the last E yes. three. Yeah, that was the last in person one. one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just remember because uh, I think some of us probably had so like basically. At the very tail end, the, the last thing was yeah, like, and no one knew. No, so nobody knew, which I thought, right. which I thought was like the coolest thing for for me because like too. I yeah. feel like we're we become become so jaded sometimes. Right, like we're like oh, we know everything's coming out, and, like yeah, kind of forget that we're fans too, and yeah. so like. I remember sitting in the war room. It was mainly the comm scene. I remember, yeah, we like, Camille, oh, me, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. We were yeah, all there, and then like. Uh, that direct ended and we thought it ended we're like okay time to get back to work or whatever and then like we literally like it started like playing the music and all because we were all like freaking out yeah in the war room. um so i don't know we I had just, like a we had like a fan reaction we, we really didn't know did. yeah which i feel like we just rarely get yeah sometimes. so and true I, and so i always remember that moment because i feel like it's just it's just so fun and like 
don't know, but we literally found out the same time that everybody else. Like, yeah, and I think yeah. um, the only person in that room that knew was our like boss's boss, which is like our <laughs> our like VP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was the only person that knew, and she was looking at us. She, she was like watching our face. and me and Camille were like clinging to each other. We were like, yeah. ah! we were like freaking yes. out, and she was just like laughing and because she knew yes. that we would probably have that reaction. But yes. I remember her like looking at us she's like are you guys surprised and we we're like what is happening yeah i remember her she was basically like it's literally her whatever it's called when you do the thing yeah she was like she's whoa like, us, like, yeah i can't wait to see you guys like freak out but yeah i just remember all of us screaming in the room and like you know it's just like a fun moment um where the war room became a happy room i don't know yeah for, for that like, <laughs> for, like for that, that two minutes yeah and then, and back, then back to panicking back to panicking yeah oh my gosh I always thought that was an interesting phenomenon of people who have seen that direct probably like a dozen times. Like, well, now we're going to watch it together. It's like, yeah. isn't, isn't there time better spent doing something yeah. else than watching this you thing again? Watch, like, I don't know. Edit of this thing. Yeah, I, I worked fun. on that too, but I was not in that room because I, I think you know, I was like, I know what you this were, like, is. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> also, you hated the war room. So yeah, you I don't mind going in there. I can't believe they still call it a war room. That is still like a That's standard a, name. Doesn't that feel like it's not that serious? Also, it feels like it could be like offensive. Because it's like they're actually real wars, right? So yeah. Wars are happening. We're trying to be very dramatic about <laughs> this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. But that is definitely a place to avoid. Yes. Like whenever we had E three and stuff, it's like don't go in there. It's yeah. Something scary is going. So they're going to get pulled into something. You yeah. Because there's a bunch of people on laptops, like really look, look, looking really stressed, like, yeah, like yeah. staring yeah. at a tweet or something, yeah. panicking. Yeah. <laughs> the, the upstairs meeting rooms at E three. I I don't know if they still had these. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But when I was there. The upstairs meeting rooms were you definitely wanted to avoid because the whole building yes. would shake. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one it. time, like we had, yeah, we had a bunch of people from uh, uh, retailers, yeah, that were getting sick. Like it was supposed to be demonstrating <laughs> the um, it's a negotiation. The sports club, the sports you agree? Club or, or, oh, yeah. And um, you were doing like the bobsled yeah, or the luge, oh, and the people bobsled. were losing. Bend over. They were just like running down the <laughs> you stairs. You were cracking, right? And yeah. Oh my god. And the first thing was right. shaking. Well, they built it like a day before. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's a gentle breeze. Yeah, but it, it would sway like a lot. Right, and right. We have film up there and the camera. You could see it. In the, you could see it. In the footage, you could see the walls moving around and stuff. It's really, yeah, it's, it's like very... It's like a mind, like your mind is like, how, how is this working? How am I still like Quite up here? Quite meetings got right. delayed because of the oh. sickness. <laughs> sick. Sorry, the room fell apart. So. <laughs> <laughs> you like give everyone like Dramamine on the way up. Like you're going to need this. <laughs> have a cracker. <laughs> have, so have a little ginger yeah. ale. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I feel like, yeah, we were there. During that sort of E3 era, yeah. too, which is also kind of a special thing because we all were like part of it to some degree. Monica, you used to do the YouTube uploads. That was the worst job ever. Oh, there, there's oh, another, that's, that's another story. Uh, so, okay, you guys come back was, for that. So before there was a social media team. Yeah. yeah. You were there before. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You would be in that room that yeah. we call it the kitchen. You would be in the kitchen. It wasn't called the kitchen. It It was was the kitchen. (laughs) I was facing like a stove and a refrigerator. Yeah. It was a coffee machine. I thought it it was was called I thought it was called a kitchen because people were like cooking in there. No, no, (laughs) no. It was a kitchen. It it was just a step above a break room. Oh, I didn't know that. I really did not know that. I thought it was like a nickname for the people like the production team that was like cooking. They're like cooking in there. Got them cook. 
funniest thing is that the building that we were in was oh, like, that's so the, funny. I'm crying. Did you say the AEG building? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The, the building was oh made God, for production. Right. Exactly. And we were producing, but we didn't get a room that was made for production. That's like, just put them in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. Seriously, I never knew that until yeah, right now. Yeah. I thought you guys were just that nicknaming. So you were like in the natural kitchen. Yeah. Doing the, the yeah, production Yeah, so stuff. this was like, oh boy. before Nintendo had a Facebook channel. Yeah, before, before Twitter. Was before there was Instagram existed. Yeah, no, it was like early, like early YouTube days. YouTube was like kind of the first. Yeah, we would just put the ads on there, remember that's that? Right. And trailers and yeah, stuff. That's, yeah, because that's where the video content came yeah. from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it made sense that the advertising team would... Because you guys had that. most of the videos. And we also the time. ran yeah. ads on YouTube. Right. So it's just like we just controlled that ecosystem. Oh so gosh. I was the person assigned to, to like that giant spreadsheet. To upload all uploads. of our videos to, to YouTube. And then during E3, which is critically important, like everything just like goes public. And so. And it has to be like this timing was all per- It was like a yeah. very complex. Yeah. So process. I was sitting shoulder to shoulder with the web team because they were updating the website and stuff. Com yeah. Yeah. And so we were just all like just doing our thing. Oh my God. Till like three o'clock in the morning. It was horrible. Yeah. That's a bad job. And then I would like come find you <laughs> like hours, days yeah. later. It yeah. was like, and I would hear like, <laughs> it was, yes, it was like, I see you like go into the kitchen on like a Friday before E3 yeah. and I come, and I come find you at long like Wednesday night. And then I'd be like, are you, are you still live? And you'd be like, oh, like, yeah. oh, what day is it? What time is it? How many videos have we uploaded? Like, oh my God, I need a break. We would like try to drag you out at night to take a break. I mean, you were there yeah. that one time. We were like right. texting her. We were like, can you come out for like dinner? so bad for her. I know. She locked in this, this room. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I did not know it was natural kitchen though. I really didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she's like, the kitchen have the best Wi Fi or is it like the. I have no <laughs> idea. Just what they could get. Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. I got a what? deal. I have no idea. We did two years in that kitchen and then like. <laughs> two years. Wow. Two, yeah, two E3s in that kitchen and then like then we finally got a conference room in the JW. That's right. 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 Then it got, yeah. it got upgraded. Big upgraded. Time. Big, Big time, time now. Yeah. And then there was like also one year where someone's. It was in a suite. Room. It was like someone's suite. Yeah. Someone was still sleeping in that I remember yeah, that I, yeah. think I, I think by that time I moved on you didn't like, do that I, anymore yeah. it was like I a different was, I did I think you did Years, yeah, so. someone else. Yeah. I had to drop something off in that room once, and it was nasty. It there, was, <laughs> it was real bad. Yeah, yeah, but someone was legit, like still sleeping. Yeah, in that room. yeah. I was like, I remember hearing. That. So I remember hearing that story. That's kind of weird. I, it wasn't yeah. in the room. unpleasant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness. Okay, Sean. You were telling me a story that I'd completely forgotten about before yeah. we started. You just pre-screen all the stories? No, he told me no, right what is like this? five minutes ago. You were so <laughs> excited. So it, it was actually the anniversary of it just recently happened. Oh, it was really? just before the launch of Wii U. Oh. Um, oh. I remember my manager at the time said um, somebody from sales has um, worked out a deal with QVC and they're going to show the Wii U on QVC, uh, I think it was like a week before launch, and um, needed somebody to go down to Tampa. Um, and uh, I guess I was the last you person. The last everybody else said no. And so uh, yeah. I uh, flew to Tampa with uh, yourself and, and this person from sales. And um, the mess started almost as soon as we got <laughs> there. was no I, run of show. When you when um, you told me this, I was like, I totally forgot about this. And yeah, it's because yeah. I blocked it out because it yeah. was so bad. Yeah. So you were 
on-air talent the whole time, like right. doing your thing and trying to corral. <laughs> like uh, hurting the, cats these, of the yeah, QVC hosts. QVC hosts that wanted to say all kinds of things about the product. Almost none of it was actually true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess part of my job, in addition to carrying the Wii U down, was to try and keep them on, on message. So when they were talking about the camera and the tablet, they decided to, this is live on air. Tell everybody, like, yes, you can take pictures with the tablet and print them out right from the tablet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, on the side. Like, oh, you can't? Can not a thing. No. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, one thing that Nintendo was always very adamant about is, like, you got to wear the wrist straps. you got to wear the wrist straps. And so whenever a new yeah. host was coming on, I was telling them, you got to wear the wrist straps. You need to see the wrist Grabbing straps. their hands. <laughs> and uh, this one host was particularly dismissive about wearing the wrist strap. And so I really needed to drive home with him, like, you need to wear the wrist strap. He eventually got seemed, seemed to get a little bit annoyed and kind of walked off. And... Um, so Stored a production the assistant set? on the set uh, kind of pulled me aside and was like, hey, do, you, do you know who he is? And I was like, no, I'm not brushed up on my QVC host. <laughs> you know who he is? And uh, she told me a story about when the Wii launched. Um, he was demoing and did not wear his wrist strap Ooh. and put the Wii remote right through the uh, the TV screen live on, on QVC. Oh uh, so I, I guess it was still a little sore subject. Fresh for, for him. But, but he did wear his wrist strap. Thank well, goodness. Um, but we were there for like 24 hours. It was like, crazy. On set for right. 24 hours. Right, like, right. Trying to like, you know, catch a, you know, a, a few minutes of sleep where we could and and finally, they were like, okay, we're going to do, you know, I guess it was going to be the big finale or, or whatever. Um, they wanted to play uh, one of the Nintendo Land games. Uh-huh. And so yeah. we need a couple more people. Yeah. And um, they grabbed me and uh, Kirk. Yeah. And Who was the other guy on the team hosts, at the time. And yeah. like, we were, it was probably like three or four in the morning, like <laughs> trying to make this game. Oh. And, the, and the game is fun, but like at that point, like nothing was fun. There was nothing as fun. We haven't slept in like and so long. I was like yeah. trying to catch Mario and Nintendo. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, these guys weren't very good either. But right. like, we needed it to last for so long. So like, Yeah, that was the thing points, with like, the QVC stuff is that like it was like, you know, one of those things where, like, the longer you last, the more they sell. Yeah. Like, that was the whole point of it. It was, like, before, like, TikTok, you know, guys? Yeah. It's, like, old school, right? It was, like, the home shopping network kind of thing. And, and Kirk and I were, like, kind of glancing at each other. Yeah. Really, like, um, like, we can't end this. We can't catch him. Like, and so we can't <laughs> And then just dive in the wrong way. We've got to keep it going. And we were all just miserable. We were so tired and hungry. I, I remember yeah. after we finished, like, there was, like, like an Applebee's or something like that. Oh. Like, I'll eat an Applebee's. I don't, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the knife guy? Was he the knife guy there? The QVC, oh, the QVC knife, knife, guy. Guy. knife guy. No, there oh. was there was a um, like a holiday extravaganza. Okay. Yeah, so, it was okay. like was right it? before, like it was like Black Friday ish yeah, kind yeah, of thing, it, right? It, yeah, it, it was like. November. Did we sell any? <laughs> we did. We actually sold out. We um, sold out. Sold out. We were the lying worked. <laughs> we were a little stressed about it because it was before. The, it was like right before the launch, and we're like, if this goes on air and doesn't sell out, like, like we're that's really, not going to be. Good. That's not a good it, sign. Yeah. And, yeah. And um, it it did sell out. It yeah. Did. 
We did okay with Wii U at launch, but it really fizzled yeah. out fast. Yeah. It kind of like went up and then it just nosedived. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm so glad we sold out. <laughs> I, I I will to this day defend like Wii U had some amazing games. Oh yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. Land. Yeah. Nintendo Land. I love yeah. Nintendo Land. Yeah, it, yeah. It, like so many of them. And it, I think it's a testament to the quality of the games that yeah. when they were re released the on too. Switch. Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Like know, Mario Kart Eight, <laughs> how it sold like. How many? How it's still selling? Selling yeah. millions of copies still? Yeah, no yeah. kidding. But yeah, there there were some good games on that. Platform. Yeah, some some rough times. In Limited the by the hardware, <laughs> but games good. were good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, swallowing the Wii U pill after Wii is really tough. What yeah. a tough pill. Yeah, yeah we were kind of we were all pretty down, yeah. but yeah, that was a bonding moment to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. So we really bonded Certainly. through that. Bonded through trauma. Yeah, it is trauma bonding. <laughs> you have a, a Wii U story too, actually. So Do I? You have many stories. I have so many. Which one were you thinking about? The meat, your Miiverse story. Oh, the Miiverse story. Okay. We uh, were just talking about how we kind of missed the Miiverse a little bit recently. Bring it back. Do you think we should bring, bring it, back? it back? What do you think? Do you guys think we should With, bring Miiverse back to like I Switch I would bring two? Street Pass back before. Yeah. Street Pass is fun. Street yeah. Pass was... Yeah. I remember when Mr. Uh, Iwata was in our office and we got, we all. Yeah, everybody was like, we're like, need to get it? It was like creepy because that, that, that office that he was in had no um, curtains, like no blinds. So it was just like a fish tank. And then it was just like a, <laughs> like a line of people. people. Like, yeah. no, green light, green light, yes. <laughs> just following him. <laughs> it was creepy, but like a little stalkerish, but kind of yeah. cute. I think, I think he kind of liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, we all honored him so much. I know, right? yeah, so true, so true. Um, I was fortunate to have volunteered for a lot of media events and yeah. consumer events with you guys, right? You guys were kind enough to invite me. The one that you're talking about was where I was um, in South by Southwest. I think that was one of the first years in mm-hmm. which we actually had a booth. And that was yeah. when, that, when that event was like super hot. Like people yeah. were like, oh, it's the, the everybody that is anybody goes to South by Southwest now. Like that is the, like forget packs and all that stuff. Like we need to be at this show. It was yeah. a really cool okay. space. And like yeah. you could tell they actually like thought through, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I was asked to demo uh, one of the stations, which was showcasing Miiverse. <laughs> I don't know why you needed a person to demo me. How do you do that? that? And it was, I had no idea I was going to be doing that. And they didn't give me any like preparatory materials at all. So (laughs) I went in there and I was like, okay, what do I, what should I talk about here? Right. Um, Everyone else had cool games, right? Like, you know, Nintendo land and uh, some of the cool things that we had there. Yeah. Mine was, was one of the only stations that actually was connected live. So it was actually hooked up to the internet because you wanted to see the actual live feed, right? Right. And so my whole <laughs> invitation to just talk to me, because I'm like, please just talk to me. <laughs> Standing on this, you know, the floor for like eight hours and like everyone knowingly wants to avoid me, right? <laughs> um, and so my thing was like, if you talk to me, I'll give you a sticker that gets you like a, a little like trinket swag or something, event, right? Yeah. So it was a minute and a half, and the thing, one of the parts of that spiel was, let me show you the really cool social media aspect of this, right? So there's a feed where people can upload their art. You see some really talented artists there, right? Like, incredible drawings. How did they do that on a gamepad is, like, amazing It's incredible. Yeah, Yeah, really. Right? 
Um, and so I had this whole spiel about, you know, we have really good content moderation. You know, we're making sure that <laughs> everything is really fun talking point. <laughs> And it was live internet, right? And so, so that, scrolling through, I unfortunately scrolled past something that included some expletives. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and that was at a time where I was showcasing to a, a mother. No. Oh, no. So I scrolled through it really quickly. I don't think she caught a glimpse of it, thankfully. And that was my feedback back to uh, the treehouse. <laughs> yeah. My recap was like, I don't know if we should be doing a lot of This feels kind of risque. Yeah, no, that that was like a real eye-opener, I think, for Japan, Meverse. Yeah. We, we shared some stories before because we were like kind of the first people for them to like test it out on. And they just bit off way more than they could chew with having like a social feed like yeah. that that was the before the time of like widespread social media you know and like i remember the first like weekend booting that up it was just all like bad words pictures body parts yeah was not wholesome at all not wholesome so really talented artists really talented realistic drawings and i remember like we we sent the feedback back to the team in japan they're like why are americans so obsessed with this particular part of the body we're like don't look at us you're not you're not like what's the deal um but it was just like they were like shocked but i guess it was very not like it's like a cultural thing i don't know what the deal is with america but apparently that's the thing um and they were just shocked they were like Oh, we, we better have like better moderation. Like, <laughs> get going. Like, work around the clock on this. Yeah, you had such good art there. Like, I remember seeing like some articles from IGN or some other yeah outlets of all the incredible fan art that was like showcased on there. Yeah, it's a shame that got drowned out by by all the other stuff. The others, yeah, stuff, too right? bad. Yeah. yeah, really too bad. But um, yeah, that was pretty funny too because they were like they were just like I think they totally did not expect it. They were really taken by surprise. <laughs> Slapped in the face, like, whoa! Surprise and delight. Yes. Surprise and maybe not so delighted. Yeah, oh my gosh, that's so funny. And then, of course, you were you were on Nintendo Minute for, like, many episodes. You Very were on Nintendo Minute for many episodes. A few, like, I think a few it was on episodes. one or two, yeah. Yeah, and you are one of the best Smash players that I know. Um, you were certainly one of the best ones in the office. Well, maybe the best one in our office. I, I would, well, I would say that I was when we first started off. But funny enough, you find here <laughs> oh. is the one who eliminated me from. Oh, the right, because we had a, we had an inter, we had a, an office tournament. tournament. Yeah, I forgot you were eliminated to him. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know I, that. I have not moved on from this. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> and now, now, now we have a showdown yeah. right now. <laughs> no, because now I remember it was a uh, in office tournament. I I ended up getting second because I lost to Joe. Oh. Joe is very Joe is very good. Was really good. Was yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah. The new class that came in after <laughs> like, yeah. way above. But your main is who nowadays? It you, depends you on like the iteration, right? So yeah. like on the 3ds, Yoshi. Oh, Yoshi with the yellow. Sean got controlled by the Yoshi. One of those people. What damn eggs you choose? Not with the egg. The edge guarding with the eggs, man. Who's your main? I use Zelda. In, oh, you Zelda? One, yeah, in the newest one, I use Zelda. Oh, interesting. That was hard to play. Yeah, but I remember my biggest mistake in life was. 
during in the life. finals. In life? In the, fi- the finals against Joe, I was like, I'm going to switch it up and use Pitt in the night, and then I lost. <gasps> I was like, oh, that's so I just got, I just got freaked out, because I was like, Joe's like, so good. I, know it's gonna I be just need a challenge. I need to change it up. <laughs> it's going to be too like, easy. He got it in your head. I got it in my head. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You overthought it. Because I, I also use Pitt a lot, but I was like, oh, like, Joe's probably used to my Oh, you you try to play mind games and it failed you. Mind game oh, I mind game myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those yeah. tournaments in the office. Oh, very so intense. Very Remember intense. the crown? Yes. The final crown. Remember what happened when he walked out and they got in really big trouble? <laughs> we were robbed. We That's were robbed. There's some cheaters. Burn it down. <laughs> that was not the fair. Your was not consistent. That Hometown was... refs for sure. Hometown <laughs> refs were so no. dirty. And we, we answered that trivia question right and we were on time and we had good spelling and they didn't take we, that we can't do that we can't do this our spelling <laughs> we can't do this again Tom's <laughs> team we were we were doing it all and I couldn't believe that but yeah and I, mean, I guess we should maybe for the listeners and, and watchers set the stage a little bit right? yeah like it, it's what weeks long event in yeah between offices Inter- there were four different offices yep. each one has team Redmond always won. Well, because they had treehouse on their team. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but but this year, some scrappy umstarts from Redwood City led the entire We were so time. good. We, we were good. so far. We got yeah. really good. We, and it was almost like they were picking the games for us. Like, yeah. They were so perfect. <laughs> and we had the, the teams and, for every game. Like that Just Dance one that me um, and Adam oh, yeah, and Kate right. Brian, we killed it. Next, yeah. Ubisoft people. Yeah, we killed it. There's a great photo of us, like in the cute little outfits, like the dance (laughs) outfits. We looked real good. It was fun. (laughs) So we get to the final day, and the the Kirkland and um, Uh, New York, North Bend, North Bend, Bend. they were eliminated. Yeah, whatever. Whoa. Wow. But we were we were in a situation where we could have basically taken it, done nothing, and still won. Yeah. And there was this mysterious mystery question at the end that yes. essentially negated the prior four weeks. Like, right. if you got this question correct, and we Mario did get Party, it right. Yes. Mario Party, yeah. We did get the question right. Was we it got it right. We got yeah. it right. They said it was they wrong. Said it was, no, they said it was not within the time limit. They were like, you have 10 seconds to answer this question. We put the answer up. It and was they so, just like they were like looking everywhere, but at I was the like, Hello? It was like a technicality loophole kind mm-hmm. of thing. That's yeah. why you walked out, right? That's why I we let a walk out. Blue shell, right? Or, you know, <laughs> yes, Mario we did. Party and then we let a walk out, like, and yes. then Kit's boss like yelled at him and said, <laughs> "I was glad to take the career hit." And for then this. he was, it was a career hit. He was like, "You are you are You're a member a of player. the leadership. Yeah. You cannot incite this kind of like." You know, bad morale, bad blood. I think I was like, that seriously happened to yeah, you? Like, that, that is a real, that, this is the volcano. I'm like, that, I do not accept this. <laughs> oh my gosh. They will never, they will never. They, in, they were, in my they were mind, dirty we cheaters. Yeah. Like, they, <laughs> you were the winners. The trophy could say whatever they wanted. Well, they don't do that anymore, so. They don't do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. It was the last one we shut it down. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. We oh, ask, thank you all for sharing your stories. Uh, again, to continue the Thanksgiving spirit, mm-hmm. we oh, asked nice. our Patreon subscribers to, to share something that they are thankful for oh, personally. So we got some nice. great responses. Let's start with one from Kyle LaBeouf, who says, I'm thankful that in such a huge year for video games, there is really something for everyone. Casual fans, hardcore fans, family games, RPGs, platformers, gamers ate this year and ate well. That's right. True statements, yes. Very true. Almost too many games. Almost. I, I'm still eating. 
I'm gorging. <laughs> Joshy Josh says, I'm thankful for games I can play with my friends online. I live alone and work from home, and especially since it's getting cold outside, I don't love leaving the house. However, with so many amazing multiplayer games, it makes it easy for me to still socialize with my friend group on a normal basis without always having to leave the house when it's freezing outside. I like that one. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> we didn't have that as kids. You know, online multiplayer was not something we grew up with. No. So. The Kegger says, I'm thankful that the Mario movie turned out to be as amazing as I hoped it would be. I personally loved it and have been waiting for this movie since I was a kid. So glad it was successful and will spawn many movies to come. Real fast, did you like or dislike the Mario movie, all of you? Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. You went from like to like. It's a thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay, good. Did you see it yet? She's, you haven't seen it? She's in pain. She doesn't want to oh, like. You know? Really? Yeah. Oh. I'm still not ready. She's not ready. Oh, that's fascinating. It's okay. I'm, okay. Not, I'm not ready for it. She, okay. has, she needs to heal her soul after yeah. what happened to her. I, okay. I, I honestly, I still miss Nintendo. Yes. Yeah. It's like too hard. Okay. You know? Okay. We saw it together. I'm a sensitive soul. Yes, she is. <laughs> Let's move on to the next question. Megan <laughs> says, I'm thankful that Nintendo's creative team is still top notch and they are still able to innovate and push the boundaries in their 35 year old game series. Both Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, and Super Mario Wonder brought uh, yet f new, fresh experiences to what could be tired old games. Mm. I am thankful that Mario and Zelda are still both amazingly fun games to play, and I can wallow in my nostalgia and experience something new at the same time. Well said. Yes. Well said. Not every 35-year-old series is still, mm. you know, doing great. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Sorry. Just said, twist the knife there. Is it? It's doing okay. Yeah. Well, uh, it's almost time to talk about all the games that we're playing. We might have some fresh games to talk about beyond uh, the stuff that we've always been playing. But first, we're going to take a moment to shout out our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Factor. Thank you very much. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with Shep for prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tackling all your holiday to-dos. That is such a true statement. Like, we are really now. You've been dreading looking, not dreading, but you've been like nervously counting the days until we're in the thick of the holidays, which is I think kicked off by Thanksgiving here in the US at least. And we're just like in it now. We're in it, people. It's all yes. about making the most of your time because yeah. before you know it, boom, it's gonna be, uh, you know, it, it's Thanksgiving today as we are releasing this episode. Yeah. Before you know it, it's gonna be Christmas, but Factor has more than 35 weekly meals that are all great. They're ready in a snap and mm -hmm. can help you make the most of this limited amount of time that we have here. Yeah, it's so true. And everything is never frozen. It's really easy to heat up two minutes in the microwave. The food is really delicious and it's perfect if you are trying to watch your you're eating a little bit as you are probably expected to eat a lot more stuff that's not in your, your current diet during the holidays with family and friends. So great way to stay on track with these um, really healthy meals and, and things like that. Yeah, and in addition to the meals, you can get more than 45 add-ons, things like breakfast items, like apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon cheddar egg bites, also yeah. one of my favorites, the cold press juices. We had a chance to try I those recently. Juices. Excellent, excellent so stuff. Good. So such a wide range of things that you can get through Factor. Yeah. So 
head to factormeals.com slash kitandkrista50 and use code kitandkrista50 to get 50% off. That's code kitandkrista50 at factormeals.com slash kitandkrista50 to get 50% off. And we will put the link right over here and in the description below. And we're back. Uh, what, why don't one of you kick us off with a game that you're playing that you'll have to talk about? Um, Anything? Are you, I another thousand hours in Rocket League? <laughs> you did uh, so much. You, you could have become like be. a commercial airline pilot, but you chose to become a Rocket League pilot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, honestly. You would think that that would translate to me being better, but the limits just at the same level there. <laughs> no, a game that I'm playing that I told Chris about is a game on the Switch called Wild Frost. Um, hmm. I personally loved Slate of Spire, right? Yeah, so card-based game. games. Yeah. This is another kind of card-based game. Endless replayability. Mm -hmm. So fantastic little indie game. Highly yeah. recommended. Nice, oh. nice. Um, yeah, I'm playing Spider-Man 2 at the moment. I've been telling um, you to text me about Spider-Man. You refuse to text me. <laughs> yes, well, Why I, is that? <laughs> so I, I've been I, trying to spoil him. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little busy the past couple of weeks with, with my real job. And so yes. I haven't had as much time for, for gaming, but I'm off this week. And so I'm looking now forward you're, to, now you're digging into to really it. getting yeah. into the Spider-Man. It's um, so fantastic. And um, I have Cyberpunk. That I need to get back to. Yes. Uh, with the new DLC, mm. or I guess not new anymore, but uh, new to me. Um, and I really want to try Baldur's Gate. That's what <gasps> so I'm playing. Good. You are? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was going to say. I'm playing that. I'm like 100 hours in. You'll need to Whoa! spend 100 hours. I'm very tired, <laughs> Sean. I'm very tired. I'm like, I want to see to finish this now, or this is never going to end. Are you just, it didn't take you 100 hours. Uh, I think I ended up around 70, but if you do all the side oh. stuff, like, you can really... Wow. Yeah. Honestly, well, no, I can't, like, if I see it there, like... I gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna, like, ignore you. What character did you... Like, what's your um, class? I'm stuff? a high elf. Oh, that's what I was. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, high elf cleric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a mage. Or, yeah, the magic. Whatever the magic sorcerer, was. Yeah, there's, like, whatever. so many... Yeah. I was, I, it, there's kind of like choice paralysis in this game. Yes. Sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, there's so many things. I'm just gonna choose a cleric, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm playing Baldur's Gate. I'm also playing Mario RPG Remake. The yeah. Perfect. For me, it's funny because like I have played when I was a kid. I played that game over and over and over. But I had the Japanese version for some reason. Oh. And I couldn't read Japanese, so I played it with the strategy guide, uh -huh. the printout magazine strategy guide, and like. I only knew what was going on because of the strategy guide. So you didn't read any of the dialogue or anything? Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't read any of the dialogue. Wow. So it's all, Whoa. it's kind of like new to me, but it's the same. It's really weird. But it's, it, that's why it's like, it, it's amazing right now. Like, it's, oh so now gosh. you're finally like <clears throat> hearing the yeah, jokes I'm, and all that I stuff. Actually, yeah, I never really understood. I never understood the jokes because I couldn't read them. But then everything else, like I remember. Like, like the story you remember. The story, everything. Yeah. Wow. Remember really wow. Yeah. You're oh. playing that game. Yes, I played the first uh, couple hours. So we've been streaming that game and we've, we're not all the way at the end. So I need to make sure I don't pass okay. where we are in that. Oh, you're trying to be like real like pure here. I, I am. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't think you were. But yeah, that version's <laughs> really good. Like it was amazing like seeing people talking about it online. It was like one of the most unanimously positive reactions to a game release yeah. that I've seen in a long time. Right. Where people are just like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy This is the power of nostalgia, this game. Yeah. I think. Like, yeah. people just have rose-colored glasses on. Like, any right. fault this game has will be ignored. immediately ignored, yeah. exactly, yeah. because you just remember your innocent childhood. Yeah. And, like, how could you not love it, you know? I didn't have this experience because I didn't play this game as a child, so I will be criticizing it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> have you started, you haven't started I haven't playing, started no, playing no. yet. I haven't started playing yet. But yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, I wonder what my experience will be because I'm one of the few people that I know that 
didn't play this game as a kid. So I have no memory of, I have no fond memories. Well, hopefully you have a memory of us streaming it last week. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I don't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. Yeah. So that's a terrible short-term memory. No, it's really good so far. And, um, you know, they haven't changed that much. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there was a lot that really needed to be changed because it holds up so well. Like, we right. found that out as we were streaming it. It's still, yeah. like, super fun to play. It's a very breezy game. Like, you can get mm-hmm. through it in, like, 10 hours. Like, yeah. I now have it super fresh in my mind of what we're doing. But I was going through it real fast. Yeah. Um, and there's like side stuff and secrets if you want to get into that. And I've heard people saying they've added some new post-game oh, content, fun. which is cool. Um, I also think it looks like really nice. Yeah. I thought there would be some people who like maybe didn't like the look because it just looks very clean. It's and kind of like a, almost like plastic It does, to it, right? right? And I know like some people like don't a... love that look, but I really like it. And I feel, I feel like a lot of people of what I've seen online mm-hmm. really like it as well. That's what's cool about this game too is because we I did I do remember some things of from what we streamed is like some of the enemies or some of like the other characters it's not like Mario or right. you know Peach Bowser or whatever like they look I can't tell. You could squint at it and see like three different things. Like, like what, what am I looking it? at? What this am I looking at? It's like very because it's like you know graphics yeah. back then right and now they've like remade it obviously so I'm like what does this enemy actually look like I'm like really curious because I just saw they're still bizarre some of them are really weird looking yeah Yeah. I want to see that cake though yeah oh the cake I really want to see the cake like high res cake yeah because that could be cool (laughs) it looks so good it looked good like Nintendo is good at making cakes look good (laughs) I want to look at the cake like I'm very curious about that yeah but now we've seen like so many different takes on Mario we see like movie Mario we saw Mario Wonder Mario who's Mm -hmm. great and then this is just like it's like baby Mario almost where he's got like like, he's got like the proportions of a baby and he looks like so tiny normally he's got like he's like big Mario so I like that he's mostly small Mario. Yeah, like he, he looks he like really, he would be about this big. You can sit him on my lap, you know, little, <laughs> like, bounce him on my knee. Like a little like baby Yoda. Size. I'd like to do that. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. about the same size as baby Yoda. Don't you think baby Mario and baby I Yoda together? Stuff him in my backpack really or something. Probably like weighs like nothing at yes. all. He's just like throwing. Oh my gosh, he's so cute, like a little. Yes, like, but it's a very like I love I love just like the the take like all the enemies look so dumb. Like it's like Koopa Troopers just like got this dumb look on its face. It's like this is like you you did say that they localized they had to have some different localization because there were some lines yeah. that we read in the original game and I was like oh well I mean I'm interested to find more and we probably never will but yeah there were some things that felt a little risque that yeah. they kept. But then there were other things. So there's a character, uh, Frog Fuchsius. I just got to that part. And they changed it to Frog Sage. What's wrong with Fuchsius? I don't know. I guess maybe they want to. They want to scare The, the um, Confucius uh, contingent uh, is going to is going to get you. Religion, I don't know. maybe it's right. religious. They, they just a didn't, bit. didn't want to touch it. You know. Yeah. So that's been frog interesting. Stage, yeah. But Frog Fuchsius is such a cute name. I know. I thought yeah, it was a good name. Excited to see them. Right. They did still keep in that same area. Remember Todovsky. Not, yes. not Tchaikovsky. He's still there. Yeah. He's still Todovsky. Well, that's not Todovsky. religion. That's dated. No, but it is a real person, you know, who right. the, the Tchaikovsky uh, right. people could then maybe yeah. they could sue take you or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right, right. All right. So I'm really liking it. I'm going to take my time with it. Um, I did also get... So I've been saying all year long I'm going to play the Star Wars game. Oh, my God. It's been Star like Star Wars Jedi months. Survivor. And it finally... I have the time, and it finally went on sale oh, on the PlayStation Black Friday oh, sale. So you were saying that you, I downloaded you're that last sure night. Go I'll probably start that tonight, actually. Okay. Yeah. So I got to play that before we do Game of the Year. Yeah, that's got to be a like you have to do. Just make sure you yeah get yeah. Some so I think I'll cycle in. between those two yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm still playing Alan Wake. I think you should play Alan Wake after Spider-Man. Why? Uh, <laughs> you scared? Know, I think you would like scary, it. You're scared? Yeah. Uh, well, not necessarily. Do you like Remedy? I don't Do you like, like control? Scary. I tend to not like scary games. Okay, I don't like scary games either, but this is more like... If it's more like control, then... It's it's like control. You like control. Is it? Yeah, I love control. Remedy is... Okay, so there's control stuff like in this game Okay. that I love. Like, they, they talk about, like, Quantico. They talk about, like, the FBC or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's not, it's it's a little scary. Like, there's, like, a few jump scares. But mainly it's, like, investigation. Like, it's, huh? you know, yeah, story-driven. It's really good. I'm almost done with it. Although I did do a part yesterday that involved, I have a very specific fear of being chased. I don't like being chased. And there good was some know. chasing. Don't chase me. <laughs> I'll scream and run away. Um... But yeah, there was a part where you, your character kind of gets chased a little bit, and I was like really disoriented by it. So I, I had to do that a couple of times. But yeah, it's really good. Like I think you would you would really enjoy it. Well, so you should it give out. it a try after you finish Spider Man. But yeah, I think um, we were just talking about how this game. I guess Alan Wake Two is the one that got the most um, TGA nominations. Mm-hmm. I, it, they like tied at like eight nominations. Yeah. And then we were we were asking ourselves, like, do we think that this game has some kind of like recency bias because it came out, you know, just oh, a so, so, yeah. so re- like you know the, the, the memory yeah. is really fresh, and because the game is such a narrative driven game, like the story does stick with so, you. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I don't know if that's the case, but I, I keep I'm playing it. And I'm like, no, this game is like legit, like so good. So maybe it's not the recency. Everything you tell me about it sounds really. Interesting, and it sounds like they're yeah. doing a lot of like creative, very little, creative little uh, moments that they have yeah. that are not just you know shoot a monster, right? And you so. play as like two different characters too. So you play as this FBI agent, and then you switch storylines to play as Alan Wake, obviously. And the way that they like have you play the characters is really interesting. Like that the FBI agent is all about investigation, so you're you have like this big like investigation board that you're putting like clues up and all that stuff with like the string that connects it. And then when you play as Alan Wake, you're like a writer, so you're doing like a storyboard. So he puts up like scenes and different like plot points and stuff. It's like kind of similar, so you don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have to learn this like whole other character. But it's different enough where you're like, oh, this totally makes sense for their backstory. But yes, it's really good. I I think I'm going to be done in a couple days, and then I'm going to play. You've been playing it for a while. Is it, like how many hours do you think you've played? 20 hours. I think I've only played like... I've played like maybe like almost like seventeen plus. Okay, hours. so so like one to ten scary because I think a lot of us has this, have this question like how scary would you say for you? Um, for me, maybe like a seven. Try it. The um, the jump scares do get me, but I'm like sensitive to jump scares. Mm. And then, but then after you kind of play it for a while, you're like, I know what to do. Like, I'm very capable. I'm an FBI agent. Like, I got the I'm an adult. I can, and then she's never scared. Like, she's never scared. She's like, the, like, the things are happening. She's like, come out with your hands up. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, and Alan Wake's never scared. He's always just like, I gotta do, I'm, I've gotta do this. And you're like, okay, I can write a book. No problem. Um, so I feel like because the characters are very capable, it's not bad. Bad. It's not like Resident Evil 7 where you just feel like a loser. Yeah. You're like a loser. <laughs> you have to run. And you got to run you, away. You don't feel like you can defend and, yourself. And th- that's, a, I think, a good distinction. Like the Resident Evil where like, 
got four bullets and yeah. you know, no. ten no. enemies come at you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't do this. That, that, that's just yeah. too stressful. You're right, in right. like a like a you know circus with one bullet, <laughs> and you basically have no way of defending yourself. Yeah, it's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you playing anything? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would just for lack of a better label, I'm not a gamer. You're not. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm an advertiser. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. Yeah. Uh, the last thing we want to talk about, because it's kind of gaming adjacent, is this Scott Pilgrim Netflix show. Are any of you watching that? Do you know what Scott Pilgrim is? Yes. 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 Okay. It's so good. good. You guys should watch it. I watched yeah. the first four episodes. Okay. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael Sarah? Yeah, Michael yeah. Sarah. Yeah. Like, He's the voice actor. 10? Oh, he is. So, yeah. yeah, so they did the movie about 10-ish years ago, and then the comics came out, like, maybe six or seven before that. So it's, like, strangely retro now. Yeah. I know. Where, like, there are scenes, and they try to keep that time frame where it's, like, on a flip phone. I'm like, There's wait, this is old now? Yeah. Wait, no, am I old? Like, <laughs> no. Yeah, you are yeah. super old. Um, but, yeah, you and I read the comics, and we were pretty big into it. Yeah. And I didn't love the movie because I think Michael Sarah is like one of the worst pieces of casting for that character, <laughs> oh. like ever. I didn't hate it that. As I that. really oh, hated because it because the character, not char- him as an actor. No, him, just as that character. That character. Mm-hmm. Yes, Scott yes, Pilgrim. that is not like how I imagined Scott Pilgrim to be. Mm-hmm. But they they brought back all the movie cast to do the voices of right. this. Oh. And I had been loosely so following the show, and I didn't realize that until I started watching and I saw the credits. I was like, oh. Michael Sarah, but oh, man. I think his the voice age. has changed now that he's gotten older. <laughs> like he doesn't sound <laughs> like Michael Sarah did back Michael then. Michael Sarah's like so I didn't mind it. Yeah, Michael Sarah's not that. Yeah, voice shouldn't have changed. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he started smoking or something. I don't know. Raspy, yeah, raspy voice. Yeah, it didn't bother me. The other thing I didn't realize this again because I was not paying that much attention is like this is not just like a straight retelling of that story mm-hmm. so the first episode is pretty faithful of the beginning yeah. but at the end of that like there's something that they change that happens in the story and from then on everything is completely different right mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a reinterpretation and it's cool of that story because that story is a little dated i think about like yes. you, defe- you know you have to defeat her like seven evil ex-boyfriends or whatever and it's kind of like boring mm-hmm. so now it's like there's so many more so many more like opportunities for you to get to know the other characters in the Scott Pilgrim universe. And it's not really super hyper-focused on just like Scott Pilgrim or Ramona. So there's like all these other characters that you get to know. Every episode is sort of like a different character is like the main plot point. And the the, the show just looks really cool. Yeah. Like it's done um, in like that sort of arcade style almost. Yeah, they got like a real Japanese anime studio yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Definitely looks the part. Um, the music is really good. There is a scene where um, one of the characters does like a sort of like upbeat version of Sarah McLaughlin's I Will Remember You, <laughs> which is the song that they play during like the ASPCA, like yeah. Donate yeah. to Save yeah. This Dog. I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah. What is it? What's up- it? Yeah, upbeat. upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You gotta like look it up. I'm sure it's on like Apple Music or something wow. because it's so good. And that's what makes you cry. Like, yeah, you think yeah. about the poor dog. Immediately, immediately like, you're I wanna save all dogs from Yeah, the you're, you're, you're the tear jerker, yeah, yeah. you know? Um, they're doing it on purpose. And then the, this, this is like such a good version of it. I'm like, this is like kind of, it's kind of a bop. Like, I kind of <laughs> like this. Like, I'm like jamming to this. Like, Sarah McLaughlin's great. Was Brie Larson 
Yes. Is she, she's, she's in this. Yes. She's in this. Yeah, she's so they brought, so, Envy Adams. Um, yeah. They have some bit like Chris Evans is Chris Captain Evans America. Too, right? Yeah. He has a pretty big part in this. Yes. Like I'm kind of shocked that they got everybody wow. to come back wow. and do as much as they did. And this kind of ends on a cliffhanger. So it's like, are they going to do more? more of this? I don't know yeah. how they can get this group back together to make this like an ongoing show. Yeah. But it's only eight <laughs> episodes and they're pretty short. So you can like totally binge it in right. one night. Um, it's on Netflix, but uh, yeah, I, I've heard that they maybe this is like a pilot season. It sounds like they might. It's pretty popular. So yeah. Like so maybe it, it for me it just may have been that I had super low expectations, but I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I finished I'm it last night. Probably gonna finish it up tonight, but um, <laughs> the first four episodes were really really good. So. Yeah. Anything else you'd all like to Play, share? Doing? Playing? Thinking about? No. <laughs> okay. Silence. Uh, news time. On the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about some news. So, I don't know if you saw this kind of late Friday, there was this talk of a Last of Us 2 remaster. Mm -hmm. And I think this had been rumored, but it got officially confirmed. And I think there was um, some leaks that were starting to happen, and Sony just got in front of it and was like, we're, we're announcing this thing. Yeah. So, it's coming on January 19th, which is very soon. Um, if you have the PS4 version, you can upgrade to the PS5 version for $10. Okay. I think that's an important detail that this game came out. Like this game, this is the game that came out around the same time as Animal Crossing. Right. So that's like what, three, three, four years now. Yeah, yeah. 20 not not super right. old. Um, and they've added this new mode, which is um, like kind of like a roguelike mode where you can play as different characters, which is oh, kind okay. of a cool appealing point. We should say, neither of us. We're Our Last of Us people. This. Have you guys played Last of Us? I love You love Last of Us. And you yeah. watched the show. Did you watch? I watched the show, the show. Yeah. and then my ex played it. And I remember over the shoulder, like watching it. And yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. We were on a like we were on like a trip together. You were watching the show like religiously. And I was like, mm -hmm. I can't even look over your shoulder. I'm like so freaked <laughs> yeah. out by this. Yeah. I, but you guys both loved it. So I just I love have a love of media and yeah. like a love of movies and TV shows. So yeah. I love the conversation of Scott Pilgrim. But yes, yeah. uh, I was tiny familiarity yeah. with the video yeah. right. franchise. So, but watching the show, uh, I like was so into it. So into episode it. Three. I love, yeah, episode three, heartbreaking. I've love heard it, about this episode. Right? You have to watch. Have you not watched the show? Yeah. Just, no. too just scared. The, just the, <laughs> the, the, the show is significantly less scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can play Alan Wake. She can watch the show. In the game, you know, there, there has it's to be something to move the plot forward yeah. and, and also to fill time. So, like, yeah. there's hordes of. I'm going to call it, we weren't allowed to call them zombies when I was at PlayStation, but they're zombies. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's just hordes of, you know, or a lot yeah. more clickers that yeah. are coming at you in the game and yeah. it gets stressful and, and it is scary. In the show, there are episodes that have some clickers but in them. But does it make them. you like I, I hate for the me, human experience? Just no. like I think for me it was no. like after no, every no, episode exactly. drops, it was the tweets of like I've never cried so hard after I don't it's in my life. So it's like hard. I think I'm good. I don't think I need that. Said this at various times, but I mean it's essentially it's a story of love. Yeah, um, it's life affirming. Yeah. It is? Oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. It, in, it's very uplifting. Yeah. yeah. In a sad way. It, it is. <laughs> in a sad way. In a very cry? dark and yeah. bleak way. Yeah. Yeah. While you're getting choked out Cheers by a drifter, beauty. it's life affirming. Yeah. Like, there's, <laughs> there's been so many stories about like what life would be after an apocalyptic like dystopian world. Right? Yeah. This it's like just enters from a different, more sensitive way. Yeah. It's 
Yeah. It's like Stray. It's a cozy okay. game where you get your face bitten off by aliens. <laughs> All right, it's I'm going like to try. That. I have it's like, exactly I, like I, that. I feel like I promised you that I would try like months ago, and then I was like, there is a mode in the game too where it's I think they call it story mode where it's it's super easy basically like oh yeah you know if you just want to experience the, story the narrative and yeah through and not have the stress of okay yeah click right, that, that might be a, a, a good way to experience the story yeah, yeah. okay so when this this also nice. has some behind the scenes content it sounds like they're kind of putting out some unfinished areas that you can sort of explore not necessarily play and then there's also like developer commentary on that so it sounds like they've added. I mean, quite a bit to it. Like, would you double dip on this? You know, it's part of me feels like with all of the remakes that are coming out, it's like Christmas coming, Christmas ornaments showing up in Home Depot earlier and earlier every year. Yeah, like, yeah. like the game just came out. Like, yeah, a couple I, of years it is ago. strange. It seems too soon. They did yeah. that with the first game too. Like they were what's, super quick. What's but, the time difference? Like months? Yeah, it was years. No, I mean, so the first game came out in 2020. So yeah. it's like you know. Less than four years yeah. for it to come out. But then see, like, Super Mario RPG was, like, 20. That was 25, 25 years. years, yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm or not... Resident Evil 4, right? That we, we and got that and they've, they've shared, like, well, here's here's the, you know, PS4 graphics and here's the PS5 graphics. Like, I, I cannot tell the yeah. difference. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was beautiful on PS4. Yeah. PS4 was a good system. Yeah. It feels a little too soon to me. Um but I can understand with the show. Yeah, I, think I was going to say, like, right. I think it so makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, you know, people probably a lot of people probably went out and got the first game and played through mm-hmm. it, and like now they have a PS5 and they want to play through the second yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, before they just announced they're going to start shooting the show uh, again, the right? second season of yeah. the show. Um, so it makes sense. You, really, yeah. you got to keep interest but, high on this yeah. franchise. Yeah. I feel like, I, right? Part of me thought was like, I want to see Naughty Dog. I mean, they seem to get tied up in these remasters of like I'd like to see the next mm-hmm. original yeah, game I, I too. would much rather see yeah. something right. the same thing happened with additional. Uncharted right. they I, did like Uncharted remasters for like years yeah. and you're like what else you got <laughs> it does seem it does seem neat to be able to explore some new yeah. areas and for $10 I might do it yeah that's a nice that's a nice that. approach like, that they're doing I don't think I would play through the whole game again eventually oh, yeah. I will but yeah. not so soon right, right, just right. Like yeah. explore some stuff mm-hmm. that's true if they have extras yeah, yeah. Uh, Baldur's Gate gang they have announced a physical deluxe edition. I saw that, yeah. Which includes, let's see what we got here. Uh, the game on disc, three disc soundtrack, a physical map, uh, two patches, 32 stickers in this beautiful package. And it only costs $79, which I'm surprised at because the game itself is yeah. 70 Yeah, yeah. So it's only $9 more. Yeah. You get like a bunch of this stuff. This is priced to yeah. double dip. Yeah. Oh, for people they like want me. You to get it. Yes. Are you going like, to get it? Um, Do you want 32 stickers? I, I'm, I'm going to think about it. That's like, a lot of stickers. stickers. <laughs> 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 I'd cover myself in these stickers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But that, I mean, I think it's smart of them because they, they did not have a physical edition at all. Right. And I wanted to get that when that first came out. And I still have a lot of affinity for this game and feel like I might replay it down the road. Yeah. Because you can play it so many it different ways. Yeah. Right. Um, I would probably get it. I need to look into the PC version and see if that's a disc or a code because I would play it on the Steam Deck. Right. Obviously, no disc drive on that. So right, right. That, that might be the deciding factor. But I think this is this is smart of them. They've also said, so the game's not on the Xbox yet. They are doing an Xbox version of this. They said it's coming in December and they will share the release date at the TGAs. Oh, all right. Announcement. It could be. I mean, it could be. It's out now. (laughs) Could be Shadow Drop to the TGAs. Game Pass is on. Is this game on Game Pass? I saw some people asking that. 
better be. I could see them doing. I mean, there was that whole should. thing of like Phil Spencer flew to Europe to talk to the team, and we we worked out the details. Oh, the like, deal. Make a deal. Making deals. Make a deal in the sway. Where are they? Where are they? Stand of where? Larian. Uh, I believe they're in Belgium. Oh, Belgium. Don't okay. come after me. <laughs> I okay. believe it's Belgium. Cool. Yes. Yeah, I feel like. Look though. I mean, it's nice. It's cool. It's cool. Well, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stickers. Again, 32 well, stickers. A lot of discs, too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Take that, like, Final um, Fantasy. This is on three discs. The, the, <laughs> the soundtrack is also really nice yes. for the game. The soundtrack so, is incredible. They got nominated for TGA. Yes. Yeah. The soundtrack is also on every music service. That's true. And they've, they've done like a, don't need an official yeah. YouTube upload. They, yeah. They, it's it's yeah, everywhere. They, they have it everywhere. Right. But the right. soundtrack is quite good. But it's cool. It's a smart thing of them to do, I think. Oh, no. You're losing your... Uh, last story... Atlas is raising the salaries of their employees in Japan only. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so they're raising the salaries of everybody there by 15%. And they're saying just that, you know, it's a more competitive market over there. And they yeah. want to be proactive in Retain attracting the and the retaining talent. their talents. Yeah. Um, if I was an Atlas U.S. employee, I'd say, hey, over here, look at me. <laughs> that same thing happened at Nintendo, did, where they right? raised the, the, the salaries for the Nintendo employees. Japan, and yeah. then, like, right after, they're like, our retention is 98% in Japan. Yeah. And then, like, all the, the U.S.-based. Yeah, I mean, this has been a trend. Like, Capcom did this. I feel like there have been a couple. Like, why is this a trend in Japan and not here? Probably because their salaries were, like, really, really low. Really low. Like, 15% from what? Yeah, what did you start with? Yeah, Yeah, I feel like that's what it is because we we definitely, when we were, you know, at Nintendo, kind of, like, we never knew for sure, obviously, like, how much people were making, but it definitely didn't seem like, you you think about a tech salary in the U.S., right, especially in this area. It's like, oh, we're in, like, the the high six figures, you know, for... A tech executive, and then you think about like potential salary yeah. for like a exec at Nintendo. It's like we know, we know how much Mr. Miyamoto and Mr. Right. Furukawa make, and, it's and like not in that comparison much. to the to the you know yeah, it's like executives here. It's right, it's like nothing. Yeah. So I bet I bet you that the the salaries they had starting out with are probably not very high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very interesting uh, trend happening over in Japan, though. Yeah, good for them to try to like get everything you know yeah. up yeah. up to the right you know levels for everybody, so they can have yeah. Uh, Decent life. Yeah. Support anybody. Exactly. Yeah. Salary, yeah. yes. Yeah. We, we need to make sure people can live. Patron, are you a Patreon subscriber? I'm not. Oh, you are, right? I am. I was worried you were going to say I, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to double check. I'm pretty sure. It's your subcurrent. Paying our salary. Yeah. I can give you the iPad right now. To I'm like a shareholder. That's right. I'm like a shareholder. Uh, let's get into some questions. We always get the questions from our Patreon community. You should ask us a question. Oh, I we can answer it. You can call us. Ask myself a question. So we gave people a heads up that you all were going to be on. So all the questions we got are for you. So, uh, our first question is from Brovac Novak, who asks, Hey, super cool ex-Nintendo peeps, can you talk a little about your overall emotional state when Nintendo announced the closure of your office and how that may have evolved to now? Were you initially angry but now grateful because your career has advanced? Are you still angry? Were you excited because you're sadistic? (laughs) Tell us all the things. Wow, Brovac Novak. Definitely sadistic. I love this. Um, Sean, you left a little earlier than when yeah, this happened. Yeah, maybe, maybe you were I mad saw it for coming. us. 
I was I was upset for you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I felt like it's like the office would always be there. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you guys felt that even more so. But yeah, I, I was surprised. Um, sad for you guys. But yeah, you you were but smart. You got out earlier. I had gotten out. Early. You got out early, and your career <laughs> kept a, a wonderful upward trajectory. Yeah. And you worked at lots of different places after that, and you're doing great. So I'm very happy now. Yeah, yes. you're very happy. You were also doing something like pretty boring, like. <laughs> no, hundred percent. That's why. Like, the very end of your that. career, you were doing something not so fun anymore. Yeah, you were like, I, I'm done with this. The, the the role I started with at Nintendo was not the same as the role I ended. That's with. right. Yeah, and um, it it just happened that there was there was a need, and um, I would say that maybe management positioned it as they asked me to fill that need. I would consider it more. I was told you were <laughs> that I would be filling that need. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it would. My job at the end wasn't really something that I I looked forward to as much, and so yeah. um, it, it was a difficult decision to leave Nintendo. But yeah. um, I'm. I think ultimately it ended up for the best. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I see. I think that what you did was such like a like brave sort of thing to do too, because a lot of people that work in Nintendo, you like basically convince yourself that it is like the only place you can ever work mm -hmm. at you know and you were very honest with yourself and you were like I am not happy doing this job like yeah. this sucks I'm not learning I'm not growing um I need to take the matters into my own hands and do something else and you like were able to do it a lot of people yeah. don't can't do it yeah I mean I've done that my whole life I've in California because I woke up one day and said I don't want to live on the east coast anymore and Went in that day and quit and sold my house and wow. moved out here. Yeah, yeah. so, so you yeah, just had the conviction to. Yeah, it's I mean, very brave. Yeah, yeah. Sean has a I quiet have... strength. He does. Knowing him personally, <laughs> I know he really does. He, he really. He's do. very calming and very, yeah. but he's. I like. He's a good sounding board when you need a decision because he will make a. He would always make yeah, a decision I mean, and stick to it. You yeah, just, you have to make decisions that are going to make you happy. Right. And exactly. Like if if you're not doing that, what what are you? Doing? What's the point? So like, yeah. 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 It, it was, but it, it was not an easy decision. Right. Um, when right. I first got to Nintendo, I, I legitimately thought I would retire there. Yeah. You know, I, I would. Just, why would anyone want to go anywhere else? Right. Right. Um, and that's why the retention rate. Look at all the heads nodding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 So, but I think yeah, every besides Sean who left uh, in 2017, I think mm -hmm. the rest of us did leave when the office closure was announced. All of us did leave around that time. Um, yeah, so how do, how do you guys feel now? How do you, how are you feeling then? You know, what I'll say is that, I suspect it's true for all of us, right? When you work in a place for so long, and also the fact that that's Nintendo, right? It's such a beloved brand. And even if you're not a gamer, Monica, like you still can appreciate like mm -hmm. how people resonate with it, right? Like how many fans are out of the what brand, loved right? It. Yeah. And I think over time, you start wrapping up your own personal identity with the brand. Right. And so I think initially that was a shock for a lot of us. For myself. For myself. For myself. Turned into a leprechaun. <laughs> Where's your prodigal? Uh, for myself. Whoa, excuse me. Um, it was it was particularly difficult because I think, yeah, you had you just wrap yourself up like you are Nintendo. My nephews called me Uncle Nintendo. Oh no, you were that uncle because <laughs> oh, I would get these games for for the holidays, yeah. and so you just become that person. So there was an unwinding process of who am I, right? Yeah. Like, who am I without this brand? 
attached to my my title, my yeah. my whatever my identity. Um, having been past that now for about a year and a half, I mm-hmm. will say that actually I'm grateful. Yeah, um, that I had that kind of push out of the nest, so yeah. to speak. I call it that a lot too. I feel, really felt like we all got pushed out of the nest, right? Yeah, yeah. and I feel like. Um, I think this is like maybe, I don't know if this is career advice or whatever, but um, I think being at any one particular organization for that long, you learn how to fit in that particular machine. So you find out, you you like kind of like sand yourself down to this perfect little cog in this greater machine. Yeah. But you're so specific to that machine. Yeah. And you go to another machine, you're not going to fit, right? Yeah. And you have to kind of figure yourself out there as well. And so I think that process of kind of like having to, figure out my new self was really illuminating. Yeah. Myself. So yeah. I appreciated that personally. Yeah. I still love the company. Still might go back, hopefully, maybe at some point. I don't know. But um, I'm grateful for having that transition out. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I feel like it felt like kind of almost like a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I, I feel like I maybe I, I don't think I was there as long as you guys were. So it must have been like over three and a half, three and a half, maybe. So I mean, long yeah. enough. Still long, yeah. Still long, but it's it's true. It's like you go there and you're like, oh my god, I'm at Nintendo. And like it's like this like like a dream come true, you know. But then mm-hmm. like so then knowing learning about like the closure was sort of like oh shoot, I need to like un like you said like unwind myself from this like identity of like you know loving it here and all that kind of stuff. I remember like we I think our like a small group of us like from our team like that day when we found out had like a little. A uh, little Zoom because I think it was still during. Yeah. It was, it was everything like, was over video, yeah, yeah, at the time. Yeah, so we had like a little Zoom call where we all were just like freaking out, you know. And yeah. Just, like I just remember everybody just being like, "Oh my gosh, like this is like crazy news," and we were just all like going through it, you know. Yeah. Um, but like Mike said, I feel like that really, especially if, with it being right after pandemic, it kind of like made you think about like, oh, what is work to me, right? And like, how closely do I? Want need to like connect my emotions to, to all this stuff you know yeah and, like, um and since then you know we've all moved on and like I definitely like I think it's made me tougher mm-hmm. you know if that makes sense yeah um but I also like I I never want to take for granted working games you yeah. know and I feel like that's what I think back on now when I think about Nintendo is like all those like um, like being able to work on so many amazing things like it's yeah. really cool you know? yeah like, it is like Mike said like I maybe one day we'd go back or maybe you know it's just like you always want to hope that like you'll get back into that sort of like joyous kind of like environment you know yeah so, how are you feeling well the question was like are you were you angry I never remember feeling angry mm-hmm. I was just sad yeah, because yeah. I knew that I wasn't going to make the move up to Redmond. Right, I already lived in Seattle, did that boomerang thing we discussed before. Right, um, I was just sad because I, you know, it was coming coming to an end, mm-hmm. and we did so much advertising. And like I said before, like love, I have such a love of advertising um, and doing it for such a great organization. You know, also Aunt, Aunt Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, family, Auntie Nintendo. Yeah, my family as well. So I was just more sad than anything yeah. else. But I understood the decision, especially because, like, when we started at Nintendo, it was after they had moved the sales and marketing organization out of Redmond. Right. So we were still working with some of those people who stayed at the company but didn't move down to California. Right, right. And so I had started the position there understanding their psyche and their reactions to that decision so when it 
full circle came in. I was now on the other side. On the other side, I was like, well, you know, I guess I can react the way that some of those people reacted that I remember. Yeah. You know, when I started. Right. Or I can, you know, just accept and, you know, like Michael was saying, just kind of move on and see it as a maybe more of a blessing. Right. Anything else. But feeling overall is just sadness because it's like saying goodbye to like great, fun people and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah just a good time yeah yeah that was definitely like I think for us the main thing was you know you just cannot have that mix I don't think ever again like that is a once in a lifetime moment in time that you experience together and like I don't think you could ever do that again so it was like a little bit you know of like wow like that was very rare to have that um obviously we're still friends and so that that's fine I see you guys all the time it's not like we like said goodbye and then we haven't (laughs) seen each other for like two years but yeah it's like that kind of environment that we fostered um is is very rare so that part was definitely sad let's move to a more lighthearted question (laughs) one that I'm personally very excited for from Prince Charmless Question for the ex-Nintendo employees. Is it true that Krista is a terror in the office? What? From what I've heard from the episode with producer Stephanie, Krista seems bossy. Is that true? Peace sign. I definitely am bossy. You don't get to answer the question. Silence. I will say one of the funniest things that we always said about Krista is the speed at which she leaves. You have like the last word of a meeting, and usually, like, people kind of trickle out, but she just like boom, closes the laptop and goes. Or if it's like a it, or if it's like a Zoom meeting, she just like disappears like really fast. So, I don't know. We always thought that was funny. It's like it's a show of her personality, too. It's just like very much like, get me, I'm, I'm out of here, like, you're I'm done, you know. <laughs> Is Krista the a terror? That, that's the that's question. The question the Krista is a, a delight. Oh, <laughs> she is a joy wow. to be around. Yeah. <laughs> I think Stephanie had a different relationship. With <laughs> <laughs> I really like. Where's Stephanie today? Not Never invited. Invited back after her disparaging comment. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, I didn't work on your team like Stephanie did. Right. So I may have not seen you. With full in full strength, mode. <laughs> I don't know. In the kitchen, cooking, I, cooking. You gotta cook. But like had meetings on a weekly basis with you. Yeah, campaign planning or activation, like yeah. whatever, right? But yeah. I never ever got any bossy feeling from you uh-huh. whatsoever. I didn't ask the question. <laughs> you were gonna say that I was bossy. I just read it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never got I never. the sense of bossy. Um, yeah. You could always hear Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you knew if she was there or not, but like, you know, in a good way, yeah. laughing. Yeah, even working on Super Smash Brothers Ultimate yeah. with you, because you were the activation lead. Yeah. Um. So you know, technically, I had to be bossy. Yeah, you had to be mm-hmm. bossy. But like again, I walked away out of that experience with you of launching that that game. I, there's no bossy remnants at all. I See. Yeah. It's a perspective. Stephanie. Moving on. Uh, Joshy Josh. (laughs) Hi, former Nintendo folks. This one's kind of long. This is a specific question about the marketing and advertising at Nintendo. Do you feel that their advertising since the Wii U era has been sanitized compared to the marketing of the 2000s with GameCube and Wii? 
I find that every commercial I see just shows families playing Nintendo games together, but does not show any differentiation of what kind of experience a particular game brings. For example, with Animal Crossing, why can't they show friends in a college dorm together visiting each other's islands to show that their life can expand from a small dorm room to a big island that they can show their friends? I feel that the value proposition of the hardware is rarely highlighted, and the actual game titles are marketed very similarly, regardless of their target audience or genre. Wow. I would love to know your thoughts. Thank you. This is a marketer. Joshy Josh does work in marketing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Trying, to get, trying, trying to get some strats. Yes. Some hot strats. Tips and strats. <laughs> yeah. I think Joshy Josh is really observant. Um, I think there's two, two things that, my opinion is there are two things at play. One, a greater cultural like marketing shift, right? And then one specific to Nintendo, right? So I think the bigger industry shift, I think, happened when social media came around, mm-hmm. right? So once brands and consumers started having this two-way conversation and brands started finally listening to consumers, reactions, responses, some of it being more negative, but, you know, um, they would analyze how they presented their products to the audience, right? right? And so I think brands react to that, right? And they make sure that they're pleasing the audience, right? And yeah, people in social media may not be in their target audience, but they still are an audience because of that two-way conversation happening. So I think brands as a whole have kind of watered down or made their marketing tactics a bit yeah. more vanilla. And that's not specific to Nintendo. I think that's across the board, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also too, just like culturally, like we don't have like I'm just gonna use magazines as an example, like FHM or like Maxim, like there are so there like we were wilder in the nineties, yeah. early two thousands, yeah. right? There's just more leash. There was a longer leash to do kind of crazy things, you know? And yeah. That doesn't exist anymore today. I was reading highlights. Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I love highlights. <laughs> There's a documentary on. Those. Yeah. There's a that's a good documentary. <laughs> the two. Yeah. What, but, which picture is different? But specific to Nintendo, just to wrap this up, I, you know, I think once the Wii entered, Nintendo once uh, Nintendo launched Wii, you know, the Wii was created for everyone, like five to ninety-five. That was like the tagline. Yeah. yeah. So the product itself itself was made for a huge expanded audience, and the marketing just followed suit. And we yeah. all know what happened to the Wii; it was just a phenomenon. Yeah. And so you know, Nintendo is continually after that just stuck to products that are for everyone. They want everyone to find a place to play in their eco you know ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So the marketing reflects that. The marketing lowers the barrier, makes it approachable for a grandmother to a you know a young child you know every every yeah. color, every race like everybody right around the world so you know your marketing has to uh, approach you know the audience yeah. similarly yeah i think that's what it is too it's like they're so concerned about reaching this like huge broad audience they're less creative because that might just reach a, a specific niche yeah they just want it to be like very kind of generic Right. Not in, in a mean yeah, way, yeah. but because they want someone, anybody that's watching it to find like something that appeals to them. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can look at glass half full. It's for everybody. Yeah. And it's like a little bit more pessimistic. It's like, don't want to cause projectors. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, but it's just. I think there's a lot of things they're doing now that they weren't doing when 
for. Like the movie, like the theme yeah. park. Yeah, like the totally. licensing, like, you know, they, they haven't done before. And so there is that. Um, it's not just so focused, to your point. It yeah. is started with the Wii and being for everybody. And it's a more broad type of marketing. Counterpoint. That's genius. Have you seen the WarioWare commercial, which is filmed very clearly in a Redmond headquarters bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> Did you work on that one before you left? No. Uh, no. Uh, I, have, I have seen it. I, I am still not quite sure if it is commercial or trailer mm. or like a high quality okay. trailer. Oh, yes. that's yes. a good differentiation. So, so for me as being on the inside, right, like I sort of think it's more on the trailer high side. production trailer okay. side, yeah. which... Inside Nintendo, that team, because they're not mass media, they don't have paid media behind yeah, them. Yeah, they're not like, they're not, they're not a TV commercial. They're not yeah. scrutinized mm-hmm. as, as much. Yes. Sure. And you couple that with Barrio. Yeah. We're going to get some weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. You have a longer leash to do something yeah, like that. That's true. Wario goes to Costa Rica next time. Look forward to that. <laughs> Kilo Kibo asks, hello, former Nintendo employees. Inspired by Krista's story about setting up Wii Fit for her boss. Hear about that later. What is the most awkward thing you had to do for your job? We've already heard some of these awkward stories. Any others are always welcome. Uh, you know, I think it wasn't awkward for me, but maybe awkward for others. Oh. So, like, <laughs> so we did, um, like, office pranks, right? Yeah. And the, um, you mentioned producer Stephanie. She's, like, the sister I never wanted. <laughs> we did things in the office just to annoy each other. You did. It was weird. And so I don't know how this started, but, um, you know, we... For me, at least, it culminated in this one day where I woke up really early to get to the office before anyone got there. And I had been accumulating a bunch of these empty V8 cans. <laughs> I don't know why. Why V8? Like, I don't know. Well, he was drinking. Because I would drink. I love V8. Right? <laughs> so I accumulated all the cans. And I, the one idea was I was going to fill her office, her cubicle, with all these cans. <laughs> Some of them might be full. So she can't just sweep them off the table. Oh. Right? Um. The thing that I did, which I just, I still chuckle at today. (laughs) I had an air horn and I duct taped it to the bottom of her elastic chair. So when she sat down in the morning, it would go off. Wow. And so I got there and I was just waiting like a little head over the cubicle walls for her to come into the office. And she did. And she like was getting ready and I was just there giggling the whole time <laughs> and she sat down and it, the air horn started going off it was like, like very loud and she was just sitting up and she was looking around not knowing that the sound was coming from her chair and meanwhile I was on the floor I was you know I was, I was do you think you, this all started because she said that your suit was silver that might have been it maybe that was the, it was the people, why do people keep saying that like gosh <laughs> There, there was an era of office pranks where I was shocked that none of us like got like real trouble for because we were brazen in that office. We were so we had no like we didn't care that our boss was like looking at us while we did ridiculous things to each other. You had another friend in the office. This person's still at Nintendo. That's right. And you guys would run around, like literally scream and run down the hall, chasing each other. You would like get piggybacked by him, running down, like running (laughs) past like the CMO. That's right. Yeah. No one cared. 
Just yeah, there were a lot of days that there weren't a lot of people there. Like it would feel very empty. It was like, oh, this team's at an offsite. It was like, well, okay. But you also ran past that person's <laughs> office and he was there. <laughs> yeah, but that person didn't seem to care either. No, so it was no. really a weird time. Yeah. I remember with that particular person, he was um he went off and did like a another work stint temporarily for a couple of months. Yeah. And we left his office empty, right? Just because he was gonna come oh, back to it. <laughs> And yes. we printed out a bunch of memes, oh, which yeah. is me printed out. So one of the memes is like, hey, X person, right? Um, what is this sweater made of? It's made of boyfriend material. And it was me. Just looking like <laughs> and so there were all a bunch of like suggestive like themes, like just plastered. plastered on his office. And I remember like your VP and other people would stop by and look at them and just kind of cut their head to the side, wonder what that was all was about, yeah. and they walk on. So I think it was uncomfortable for them. But for us, we thought it was, it was hilarious. Normal. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Normal. yeah. Yeah, we just, I don't know why we didn't care. Like, we just didn't care. I mean, I think we just, it, it speaks to, like, how tight-knit we were. Yeah, it was and like a college had, campus almost. We had individual <laughs> persons show up, and they were appreciated, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I think also, I think we worked were. there for so long, we really knew where the line was. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. we never We just, line. like, creep bread up on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, like, tiptoe yeah, a little bit. It. <laughs> yeah. Off. Yeah, that's true. We really did. We kind of, like, got, we skirted the edge well. God, so funny. Ninja Eleven asks, "What's the biggest underappreciated contribution you have made to a beloved Nintendo game?" Oh. Kit helped pick a Zelda box art. Krista helped with the Mario Odyssey tour. What are some awesome things us fans need to thank you for? Give us some humble brags. Ooh, I love what a it. Thoughtful question, right? It's a thoughtful <laughs> question. Well, it's hard because I think in most of our roles we. The games were already done. There wasn't a whole lot that we, mm -hmm. we could do to it. Um, I think for me, for Pokemon Black and White, there were, like, it was a gift with purchase. It was a really nice uh, collectible coin mm. um, that I worked on. And in Animal Crossing New Leaf, there was, um, we got Mr. Anuma to design a Zelda, uh, the, the Hillian Crest t-shirt that you could use a QR code. That's oh. cool. That's a that's good one. That's very cool. That's a really good one. Yeah. I forgot about that, but that's cool. Yeah. I love that. You just made me remember, oh my gosh, the, was it Link's Awakening? The, uh, the Switch, uh, mm -hmm. wait, no, it's not Link's Awakening. Which one? The one with the, with the windfish? Link's Awakening. Yeah, Link's Awakening. Okay. Yeah. So, for that at Pass West, um, I, I made these, like, pins, and we did this, really elaborate scavenger hunt that was so much work so basically <laughs> in order to collect all the, the instruments you had to like go to different parts of passes and we did something i think on social where like you're giving clues to the locations like, yes we had to we wrote every single like this was like you like months, map you had to map it out right you had to map it out it was like timed and like we had it was just like months of work that went into this thing that like I don't know, maybe many people don't remember, but, like, I remember, like, the pins were really cool. There's, like, eight, eight of the pins. Those also, like, those things, you guys know, take forever to make mm -hmm. because there's so many approvals um, to even get anything made. Um, and then we were just able to do this really fun, like, social scavenger hunt at Pax West where you got to collect the pins. And so, I like, that kind of stuff, like, 
of people just think, oh, it just happens. But like that's like actually those are actually the ones that are the most work. Yeah, like you think that these little like cutesy, you know, PR things or yeah, like yeah, these yeah. little things that you do is oh, it just like you know, shows up or whatever. But yeah. it's like six, eight months plus yeah of work. Yeah, a lot of, and like ev- like we had to write the riddles or whatever, work with treehouse mm-hmm. on it, obviously, and then like social had to get in on it to actually, and we had to make sure like, oh, are, is this going to be too crazy? Like, are there going to be too too many people want them? Yeah, so it was just yeah, it was a lot of fun though. I just I just thought of that when you mentioned like thinking of the all that. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh. it's like I did so much (laughs) I really did I mean the things that stick out are working with Sakurai on Kid Icarus Uprising there are not that many bring that advertising was great too it was fantastic yeah I remember the approval process Mm -hmm. for Kid Icarus Uprising and like the the exposure that the consumer marketing team has to, de- to the developers is like, like none. Right. right. I know mm-hmm. on the PR side, so she, like you guys have more interactions, yeah. but it yeah. just was unheard of for us. But Sakurai-san, he wanted to know everything mm-hmm. that we were doing. He was doing, a perfectionist. Right? He just wanted to know. Such a perfectionist. Yeah. And I remember just being on email threads with him. This, you know getting translated of course I do not speak or write Japanese but um I remember just fighting for this the commercial right yeah. where we've got oh gosh a Medusa like yeah character. I remember and, that yeah and you've got um is, is his name Icarus That's, I don't Pit. know Pit there we go Pit flying through the air and just like all of these emails going back and forth, just fighting for the CG of who are creating this commercial. Oh my gosh. And the other part, so it was it was incredibly tough. And this was like when CG was like first yeah. early. Yeah. Er- 3DS. Mm-hmm. So this was like early, back in the day. 2011. Yeah. yeah. It was early, early, early CG. Um, very expensive, very um intense. And the other part of the campaign, I remember being an AR card. Yes. Yeah, we have them still. Yeah. And so we did this print ad where the AR card was attached to the ad. That's right. It was in Game Informer. I remember that. Yeah. And I remember the same sort of interaction with Sakurai-san. And he he wanted us to make sure that the the printing is perfect. And we worked with this printer. And like Nintendo had the highest standards for vendors, right? And so we knew the printer was going to be great, but like sent somebody out there to. to That's why they had to like actually go and like watch them do it, peel it off the line, like take it, make sure the colors were perfect, make sure the card could be you know detached without tearing, right? Make sure the card worked with the 3DS system. Oh my gosh! Because like Sakurai's perfection level is unreal, a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like just bringing the Kit Icarus Uprising campaign to the masses. That was early, early in my career there. Yeah, and, and having the exposure to the developer. So like Daddy, Daddy of this game, <laughs> Daddy right? Sakurai, Daddy Sakurai. Yeah, yeah you, you you can do no wrong. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. no. We experienced that many times over later on, but yeah. yes, that was yeah. We Kit and I both worked on that game on the PR side, and it was the same thing. Like we yeah. had to get like we did that tournament. Yeah. Oh my god, that was two years of work. <laughs> yeah, crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Like simple things that you think people might 
outside of the company might think, oh, that's just like a thing that is very normal and it happens right away. It's like, it takes so much work. It does. Like working, like animating Mario, animating Yoshi, animating like anything, (laughs) animating any of our beloved characters. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. Than Kid Icarus. Than anything Smash for sure. Yeah. 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 But good times. Good times. Um. I think if you've ever purchased a Nintendo digital code for content or currency, <laughs> you invented that. A retailer, yeah. That's because of the work that me and a bunch of a very small group of cross-functional folks. Yay! I mean, seriously, like a digital code yeah. was did not exist yeah. at before Nintendo you. before this person. The, internet? the what? Like you, they didn't, they you did not know. know. Yeah, you grew the you business. created that. Yeah, Daddy you Digital. Daddy Don't do any wrong. <laughs> but yeah, you literally created that for Nintendo. Created that business for Nintendo. There were a very select other people that were involved in building the infrastructure in the back end, actually negotiating with retailers, all this stuff that's kind of, you know, it's details, but it's a lot of work. It took a while, but yeah. And you had to tell them how important that was. They didn't know. Yeah, we did do like forecasting. Remember all that when you were like, this business could be, um, Excuse me, people buy things this way now. Pretty crazy. All right. Fantastic. Uh, That's all the questions. Now is the time that we typically shout out our Patreon subscribers. We're going to try, attempt, to have us all do it this time. And uh, we're not going to give you any help with some of the pronunciations. (laughs) We're just going to do our best through it. Um, Looks like you're all getting getting this up and ready. Okay. Oops. Uh, Let's see. How about... I'll start and we go around this way. This way? No, we'll go this way. Oh, this way. The the other way. Yes. Okay, hold on, hold on. I apologize ahead of time. Yes. We all apologize. We all apologize ahead of time. I don't apologize. (laughs) Never, Sean. (laughs) You're going to go out of this way to mispronounce. All right. We are going to start with our wonderful superstars. Here we go. Aaron Hash. Ben Icorn. Maru Mayhem. Eigenverse. Kiss my flapjack. <laughs> Mike Chen. Roy Eschke. Switching it up underscore. Sifason. BGM Life. Link the Hero of Winds. Angela Bycroft. Thomas O'Rourke. Kyle LaBeouf. Roberto Nieves. Frederick Ulf Conradson. Andrew Uhans. Chili. Bruce Dash. And Rain Tech. That's a okay, very that's, strong that's start. That's pretty strong. We can do this. this. Very strong. Yeah. All right. Okay, this is the this harder. Is this is the I harder like battle. Do I start with this one? If you'd like to start, you certainly can. Yeah, I love it. Avron Burgundy. Fantastic. Name. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> uh, Ali Alejandro. Astro Dev. Oh, sorry. Awesome forty cents. Bad Moon Horizon. Ben G B. Oh, blue, yellow, gray. Bookum Dan Zero. Bookishly Fab. Brooke Obscura. Brovac Novak. Cameron. Chelly underscore Squirrel. Christopher Lay. Captain Alex. Crim Cat. C Roper 17. Dachshund. <laughs> Doinko. <laughs> Dolce. Dino Punch. Elite Peach. Espars 50. 
Fart Priest of 69. <laughs> Furbound. Bernie and Jess Rever. Fox Deploy. Garrett Holfish. Garth the Wolf. Gartooth. G Sun 101. Really? <laughs> uh, Iris Marin. Jay Rando. Jabroni Jones. Jeffrey Hernandez. Jerry 92602. Jesse Hernandez. John Responto. Jonathan Rowe. Jordan Collette. Jordan Hemmerly. Joshua Clements. Oh, God. Uh, Juju Fruit. <laughs> uh, Just Camtro. Justin Leminger. Kawa 2796. Keith Kwan. Kevin Delane. Kilo Kibo. Christorati Kid. Christobia Party With Me. Kyle Gamer Barry Rookie. Kyle Kretzer. Linnell Stickman. Lex. Lit. Luminous. Mad Dog 5981. Magnificent Easy G Plus Callie Marie. Marky Man 64. Mario Man 392. Mecha Dragon 101. Megan. Michael Cravens. Mikey. Mr. Andy Pong. We missed one. Mot- Motomania. <laughs> what? It's okay. I, he got it. I, I, We're back on track. I, 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 We're back on track. Oh, yeah. what did I do? Mr. Beans did. Mr. Beans ended. <laughs> <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> MSM Poke, Pokey Gamer. My tram. Nasir. Nathan Burkhart. Ninja 11. Pandabons. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Paul C. Pace. Paul Gale Network. Prime Factor. Prince Charmless. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm just going to say it's not. R34 V3R. And I'm sure that's yes. not how it's <laughs> But on this one, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> Rob Osborne. Rocks. Rianetta. Sharif Jackson. Sheer Cold Vanille. Shin Ryu. Slowbro. Schnozzle. Spicy Munchkin. Steely Citrone. Sunny Gaduru. Tales of Link. Tech Magic. Terra Storm. The Shark Among Men. Thomas Alvarez. Three Rivers. Topher Schmofer. <laughs> Torcheeks. Travis Torline. Trejawi. Tugs Puppy Bear. <laughs> Tusku. Tyler Geis. Vespas. Video Game Stupid. Vidrid underscore Ian. Virtual Bot. Weeb Kingdom. WG Grizzy. Wicked Davy. Will Johnson. Oh. Zudikverf. Zelgarath. Zay Paddy. Droid. Yes! <laughs> Yay! Can I just say Mr. Beans and Dip? <laughs> I think we could be friends. <laughs> Love it. Come to the next one of club yes. meetup and you can meet Special Mr. guests. Yeah. Special, Special guests. guests. We play Mario Kart and hang out. <laughs> um, wow. This was an amazing episode. Thank you guys so much for hanging yeah. out with us. Hopefully this was fun for you. We have to have you guys back. There's so many we have so many so many so stories. many stories. Some that we've apparently forgotten. Some that we've apparently forgotten <laughs> that we summon them back. Remember <laughs> for I mean ten plus years of you know being together. It's like, yeah, you guys got a lot of stuff. Um don't forget to follow us on patreon.com slash Kit and Krista to keep this going. If you want these people back in these chairs, go to patreon.com slash Kit and Krista.
If you are watching this on YouTube, you can go ahead and subscribe, give this video a thumbs up and leave us a comment. And if you're one of our great audio listeners, you can also subscribe, leave us a five-star rating and a written review if you please. And we're on the socials. We're on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Threads. Somehow still on Threads. I don't know why. All right. We're going to stop. Are you guys ready to stop? Sort of? We might keep going after you. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.